Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Episode 154 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, March 4th, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman, and let's just say that fame was like a drug. But what was even more like a drug was the drugs. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons. I know what I need to do now. I'm going to study my ass off and get things going. I'm going to get my shit in gear. I'm going to be Mr. Shithouse. <laughs> my name is Greg LeGrow, and you just draw piss to a shit fight. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. We yeah. have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Yep. Uh, two of us saw Focus, mm. and one of us stayed at home and watched the 90210 starring lead vehicle for, what's his name, <laughs> Calendar Girl. <laughs> I said that good. You sure did. That was very descriptive. Two of us listened to a Kid Rock album. We are rolling for movies for next week. We will be recapping an episode of 90210 from season two, and we will be talking about movie news, what we watched this week, and more. Yep. Uh, welcome to the show. Mm, episode hey, 154. Were you welcoming us or the listeners? Everybody. Everyone. Welcome. Yeah. yeah nice very inclusive. Um, so much to talk about. Tons to talk about. Yeah. Uh, as always, uh, I want to get used to saying this off the top. If you'd like to message us and let us know what you think about the show, please email us at info at modernsuperior.com and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and rate and review us. Yeah. Yeah. Got to say that more often off the top. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And I wanted to use that to spiral into a, a quick thing. Uh, a reader of, reader of the show, listener of the show, <laughs> Jimmy Kane, messaged us. Uh-huh. And yep. he was very nice about, because uh, last, last week's episode was really long. Incredibly yeah. long. And uh, we mentioned at the end of let us know if you listen to it all the way, and he was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> but he was really nice about saying that the, about the structure of the show, mm-hmm. and I wanted to, to give a call out to the listeners to email us at that email address, info at modernspear.com. Tell us how you listen to the show, because I would like to know, and won't be hurt if people say that they, they skip 90210 or if that's their favorite part. I would like to know how people are listening. Do you yeah. care that we go so long? We ask that every once in a while. I like mm-hmm. it. I like to keep in touch with the listeners. Yeah. yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah, and, and I was asking Jimmy Kane too, if he thought we needed a new segment or something, because I don't think it's any secret that uh, Cage Match has just fallen, uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of fallen off yeah. a little, in that we don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Everything so, else has been going so long. And yeah, yeah. 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 Which, and, and honestly, I mean, it sort of became a... Con- uh, uh, 
a tired conceit for a little while, I think. Yeah. Maybe if we go back to it, we'll we'll see it with fresh eyes. Sure, but, sure. Uh, yeah, but until make then, it like, like a... Mean, a semi-regular thing where, like, you know, once we miss it enough, maybe we'll bring it back. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And there's going to be a point where, uh, you know, where we run out of 90210s. It's yeah. not going to be for a very long time. Because yeah. I can't imagine the show gets any better than it is now. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. yeah, let us know if you skipped a film roulette or if you love the tidbits going along or what. Just yeah. let us know your feedback. Uh-huh. I just wanted to shout that out. Mm-hmm. We always welcome it, no matter what it is. It's true. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now let's get into the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, our news and what we've watched segment, yeah. our little recap of the week prior. Uh-huh. Um, how do we want to start this? I what? want I want to jump in. Sorry. Okay. Something we didn't talk about before we started recording that yeah. we obviously need to talk about was Video Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. need to talk about that movie a little bit with you guys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> On Sunday, we screened No Holds Barred. Yeah. And I'd never seen it. Yeah. Oh my God. It really made me happy that that's how you saw it for your first time. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's it's pretty crazy to see that man that big. Uh, that orange. That orange. <laughs> so that orange. white hair. If you're gonna be that orange, don't wear the More whitest orange. suit in yeah, the, the world. <laughs> All of his outfits are my favorite thing that's ever happened in a movie. Yeah. yeah. His, his casual wear is like uh, I don't even know. It's it's sort of like wrestling gear. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're talking about a ba- Hulk Hogan. There's a bandana involved. <laughs> there's always a bandana. Yeah. A lot of powder blue. If you've never yeah. seen the movie, it's a Hulk Hogan vehicle. Right. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We should have said that off the top. Uh, I'm sure everyone knows no Hulk Bar. <laughs> it's a family classic. Yeah. Uh, I, that, when when I made the description, <laughs> I whose fa- family uh, <laughs> When I made the description, <laughs> I I like going into the IMDb user reviews to get one or two quotes. Yeah. And the one that from there was like, it's a family classic. You should watch every Sunday. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, definitely not. No, yeah, but, that's my thing. I was like, "Who is this movie for?" Because obviously, it's positioned to like capitalize on how like excited people are about Hulk Hogan and yeah, wrestling. Yeah, but the movie, and I said this live, and Casey, you were kind of like, "It has a lot to do with wrestling." I know that there's no, no. There's Greg re- said that. Okay. I agree with you. There's wrestling peppered throughout, wrestling. but there's also a lot of it where he's it was like not a even big in wrestling it. Wrestling soap opera. It's just like the, <laughs> if you've ever you know watched wrestling, yeah. it's like this is there's quite a bit of fighting, but and they showed that happens in a ring, and yeah. some of it doesn't. But so much of it was like there's a stretch where I was like, Hulk Hogan hasn't been in this for a while. Yeah, true. It's, it's really true. <laughs> it's 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 really more of a Kurt Fuller movie than it is. <laughs> yeah, he's wonderful in it. He's really great. Like God bless, and I love Kurt Fuller. Like oh yeah, he's a legitimately great actor. He totally is. What? It, oh no, we're still going. Okay. It's just uh, it went to nothing, and then yeah, yeah, it, it, mm. it just takes a bit to catch up. Okay, okay, um, okay. Well, yeah, this is all very, very entertaining. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're talking about the waveform, everybody. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, look at this itchy kitty. Uh, he's got <laughs> yeah. oh, Frank. Frank has. We haven't mentioned Frank. I feel like in no, one episode. Yeah, he hasn't attacked yeah, he any actually, of us while we've been recording in a while. <laughs> he, he mentioned that the other day. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> It used to be more about me. Mm. <laughs> you guys make the blog TO top ten, and old Frank is no more. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I, I love the my favorite thing about. Well, there's a lot of things I like about No Holds Barred. The crazy acting, because mm-hmm. uh, everyone's <laughs> acting like really crazy and yeah. really yeah. over the top bananas acting. And uh, but it's the extremes that things go to for no reason. Like yeah. Kurt, Kurt Fuller just wants to be number one, then he gets to be number one, but he's just so mad. He has to destroy Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He's so mad at everybody. Yeah. So mad. Like, he gets so mad that his course of action then is to have. 
Rip's girlfriend assaulted and possibly raped. Yeah. That's the, so that's what a TV executive does. And then at the end, In it's like everyone wears film. evening gowns to the Battle of the Tough yeah. Guys and tuxedos. Oh, are you which talking about the wrestling? Two, yeah. Two talking, dead men. Are you talking about the wrestling match where everyone gets killed? Yeah. And then everybody's super cool with so it? Yeah. happy about it. Well, that's the thing because <laughs> earlier in the movie, they mentioned like, oh, the bad guy accidentally killed somebody in the ring once and like that's why he's doing the underground fighting yeah. now. Yeah. And then at the end then you think, whoa, so like Hulk Hogan might have to struggle with something like that at yeah. the end of the movie and then he's just like, <laughs> nope, I killed him. <laughs> hey everybody, these two guys are fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> I am a real American. <laughs> he's white and has wispy hair, so I guess it's okay. Oh man. <laughs> well, he's orange and has wispy uh, yeah, hair. <laughs> I guess it's okay. Yeah. Can't do no wrong. Oh, what a crazy movie. Yeah, I, it's just so yeah, nuts when Kurt Fuller dies and the whole place with other tuxedos is like, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> More! But you you spoke of the uh, the potential rape scene, mm-hmm. which which is really great because uh, Hulk Hogan inexplicably has a girlfriend in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and she almost gets raped by this guy, yeah. but then uh, but then uh, Hulk Hogan comes along on a motorcycle right. and chases the guy away. Well, scoops him up. Y- yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> scoops him up on the. But he barely stops to see if his girlfriend yeah. has just been raped yeah. or was about to be raped or was assaulted in any way. Yeah, yeah. He just glances over and goes, "You okay?" And yeah. she's like, uh, "Yeah." And, he's and he like, has like a sweet. I'm gonna go chase this guy. Yeah, and he has like a sweet time doing it. He does a little hang ten thing with he, his yeah. hand. Yeah, what? he fucking laughs throughout the whole thing yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend just got raped and i got this guy on a motorcycle he's Hang gonna ten. fly into a tree yeah. <laughs> yeah. bring the family yeah, yeah. every sunday <laughs> and that scene goes on for way too long and oh, has yeah. nothing to do with anything yeah a wonderful I, and motion it, picture the, the scenes are all punctuated with like non-jokes it's just it if you've never seen it you have like i can't believe that i've never watched it before yeah. it's also super watchable it is because m- most of it is it grunting <laughs> most of it is just hulk hogan going I'm on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> he said if I did this acting thing, I'd get more cocaine. Wow. Most, of, most of his lines were, I feel great. <laughs> Anyone else want to listen to Duran Duran? <laughs> um, and, okay, so there's a scene where he's, uh, where they're in the hotel. I don't want to belabor this point too much, uh-huh. but the scene where they're in the hotel room yeah. and she wakes up and the bed is just shaking Oh, when they've got the sheet in between them. the sheet in between them. Right. So he's on one side of the sheet, she's on the other, and the bed's just shaking and shaking, and you're like, oh, <laughs> well, obviously Hulk Hogan's jerking it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she peeks over, and all she sees are these... What uh, turn out to be his heels because he's doing uh, push-ups Push up. off the yeah. bed, heels like, of his bare feet, not like his. Yeah, what was <laughs> what was I supposed to think that was? <laughs> it's his butt. I think. It's, yeah, d- I was supposed to think that was his butt. It's yeah, tiny, tiny butt. <laughs> it's an, it's, an, it's <laughs> an insert shot of the two heels. Yeah. positioned as which they may look like a butt. But but see, I, but it's a joke only for the audience because yeah, she, she wouldn't look at that and think and that this oh, that's six clearly foot a five butt. man has a butt that's <laughs> the, the size of two peanuts butt. or something. But I didn't think that either because I didn't look at it and immediately think, think a butt it either. was a butt. <laughs> It was supposed to be his balls. <laughs> so Why would they sh- just be sitting up? I don't know. <laughs> not like, attached to anything. <laughs> like the Hulkster's got to air them out, brother. He's, 
position him, position himself beside the bed with his kind of butt. I don't understand the physics of his balding uh, either. Look, you guys, uh, I could reenact it for you right now, really quick. No, thank you. Uh, all right. You know yeah. what? It's your loss. And it's that kind of. You don't of get to see my heels or my balls. Shiny balls. <laughs> yeah. You have there and, then. And shorn clean <laughs> of any hair. And that's what's so yeah. weird about it because that scene, that, like, like that shot is not for anything in the movie. It's, no. It's for you to be yeah. like, maybe that's a butt. Oh, it's not. It's his. And there isn't really a reveal of his heels. Like, no. Like, it, no, honestly, no, it, doesn't it makes no or sense. pay off the joke yeah. in any kind of way. No. And that's you can look forward to that and and oh, like another so hour more. of it. And what he's wearing in that scene, which yeah. is crazy. He's already the biggest orangest man in the movie. <laughs> now let's put him in some orange clothes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he's orange wearing, short shorts. Oh, those little shorty shorts. <laughs> he's wearing yeah. those little shorty shorts in the kind of like, uh, like, but it's like orange and sort of um, like, like a purple color, a little bit. Yeah, there. it's like yeah. it's like it, it all looks like ladies' jammies to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he ripped up her jammies and put them on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful oh, movie! I have so many more things to say about that, but the, that's yeah. not what we're here for. No, no, it isn't. <laughs> Watch that movie. Yeah, no holds barred yeah. for Thanks sure. Thanks to everybody who came it. out. We had a real fun time. Yeah. No, okay. I just have to say this real yeah, quick. Okay, what? When he did the heels thing, yeah. Because obviously, like, was did he see somebody's heels in that position and think it looks like a little butt? <laughs> I think it. I think he just put his feet on the bed because then, like, by angling down, you're like. Working out oh, no, better. I, I realize, no. but I mean, to, to come up with the idea to put that in a movie, somebody must have had that idea that <laughs> that somebody's heels looks like a little butt. <laughs> well, they were probably like the joke is she thinks he's masturbating, and then we will reveal he's pushing like doing push-ups. But there needs to be a between step, and they probably need thought of that like on the set. And we're like, what can we uh, yeah. frame up a shot of his heels okay. or something? Yeah. Something. There's, I feel well, like not a lot of thought happened. I don't feel like that's written in the in the. In the in the script, I don't I feel love, like I would love to see a copy of the yeah. script. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Insert shot of something that may look like two tiny little butt cheeks. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it is supposed to be his balls. <laughs> I bet you, you know, I bet you, if you did get a copy of the script, a lot of it would just be stick figure drawings. <laughs> <laughs> and then my guy goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, uh, get working on finding us. Yeah, that yeah find us that script. <laughs> We're a top ten podcast now. We can put you all to work, right? <laughs> right? That's like all the major people do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, you are our legions of fans. Yeah, now. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Um, oh my stars! Lots of news. Yeah. So some big news in the superhero uh, genre. We got the Spider-Man news that yeah. Drew, Drew Goddard is going to do the next iteration of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Is it Goddard or Goddard? I don't know. Mm. I go Goddard. Yeah. Got her done. I got her done. Oh boy, uh, I like Goddard. Yeah, let's say that from now on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Take two. Drew Goddard. Yeah. Wow, I, call I love him. Drew. Drew Goddard. Yeah, that's a good. I, I don't know. What do you guys? He's think? writing it as well. Yeah. So he's yeah. directing and writing the I next think, Spider-Man I think, movie. Sorry, I was just. <laughs> saying words. Though. I was yeah. just saying. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think that uh, for, for Drew Goddard, if he has a good idea for this, yeah, he is in the best fucking position because nobody is going to touch him. Yeah. yeah. Like it, oh, yeah. It, if he's got a singular vision on what needs to happen, he he, they're just gonna fucking let him. Yeah. Let him do Hopefully. Because, yeah. I mean, everybody knows that studio interference is what made those those yeah. Mark Webb ones. Yeah. So fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think he's in a good position to, to create something really cool. Totally. Sure. And, and I feel like his track record 
in terms of stuff like Cabin in the Woods and stuff shows that he'll maybe bring something interesting to for it. For sure. Didn't and they've been trying to nail him down for some kind of superhero property ever since then. He yeah. got really close to handling everything on Daredevil and, and all kinds and of Sinister shit. Sinister Six, they Sinister were saying. Sinister Six, he was going to do that. I doubt that's happening. No. Wait, fucking... doesn't he, isn't he like an EP on, uh, uh, uh EP... Isn't he an executive producer you're, on you're that Daredevil show? Uh, I he, he I, I don't even know if he is anymore. He was going he was going to like be the showrunner. Okay. I think he is. Uh, yeah, is he still? I don't think he's an EP. I don't think I don't so think he's anymore. an executive you producer. Know what? I don't he's know. an EP. I don't. I haven't <laughs> read about Sorry. it in a while. I don't remember. Executive <laughs> producer is so many syllables. It takes too long, especially to say. when you're in the biz. Yeah. Well, anyway, I got to go read this variety. <laughs> <laughs> variety. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan's in the biz, but in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find out which box office is Bafo. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get that Bafo Bo, and then I got drinks with Robert Evans. Yeah, and which Buku bucks? Yeah, which which movie has good tech credits? And which which movies have good thesps? I'm sure you're making all of these up. That's uh, when you read reviews in Variety. It's like, oh, the thesps put in good work, and you're like, all right, Mm, I get it. You're in the biz. Yeah, yeah. This was was written at Spago's. (laughs) No, I'm excited about that, and and everybody's been making the joke. Like, I hope they do another origin story. But I feel like, I don't know, new new talent in the uh, lead role, new talent behind uh, the script and director. I feel like I'm I'm up for it. Yeah. Even if it is like, oh, man, more. It seems so weird that they spun their wheels with those two, like, for so long. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just yeah. seems like we're coming off of, like, overload of Spider-Man with the last two movies. And then it's, like, right back in. But yeah. if it's a good one, well, then hopefully handled, it'll work. Because right? it's not like... I'm, I'm never at a point where I'm like I'm sick of Spider-Man stuff because yeah. it's super cool. That's true. It looks great. Everybody likes Spider-Man. Yeah, it yeah. was just so poorly handled. But also, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, like like you said, like I mean, I I think if it was just a standalone thing, it would be kind of too soon. I'd say, yeah, like like leave some breathing room. Oh yeah, yeah. you but, won't see I a mean, solo this movie. This is in service of of inserting him into the Marvel universe that yeah. everybody's wanted to see him be a part of. Yeah. for so long that that I mean, it can't happen fast enough. For yeah. sure. Yeah, because he, apparently he's turning up in uh, Captain America 3 mm-hmm. uh, and in the Doctor Strange movie. And then I guess uh, there will be... So he'll be in three movies before he does a solo one. So Which they really have time to... Is is a fucking great idea. Absolutely. Build it up slowly. You know, Then yeah. we, we really can avoid the fucking origin story because nobody wants that again. Yeah. Like, no. fuck it, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Uh, how many times can I make this Uncle Ben's rice joke <laughs> <laughs> and still laugh my ass off when I do it? Uh, what else? What do we want to talk about? The aliens? Well, get stuff. into aliens? Or do you have something more on that? Well, I mean, generally, we, we start off with the more depressing uh, yeah, uh, right. news. And I, I think uh, we would be doing um, Leonard Nimoy totally. a, a disservice if we didn't talk about no, him. No, no, I've been. Yeah, yeah really sad. Just Another. Major death, yeah. and just like for those of you who don't know, um, uh, three men and a baby director Leonard Nimoy uh, that, has passed. <laughs> that is the craziest thing on his resume when you scan down. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Look at all this. Three men and a baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I always forget he did that. That was the that was the highest grossing movie that year. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Made people uh, like shit tons of money. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the I goods. mean, when somebody that enormous of a cultural icon like Spock is. 
so much bigger than just a character in a TV show. It's such yeah. a, there's so much to you know attach to it. But yeah. he was such a cool guy. Leonard Nimoy's life was full of all kinds of proactive and uh, forward thinking. Yeah, you just and then but but weird projects too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. he did like that Bilbo Baggins song that he like oh, all yeah. those weird albums and shit. Yeah, that yeah, he yeah, did yeah, yeah. Were like like seem like just such a weird misstep. But also like in hindsight, they also just seem like. Yeah, I'll just fucking do some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I like that he was playful, like whatever that. he yeah. wanted. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I said on our thread too that uh, that I mean I, I'm not a big Star Trek guy. I was never big into the yeah. the original or or any of the other iterations, other than kind of some of the movies. But uh, so he was always sort of peripheral in mm-hmm. in, in my view. But but he was but, somebody that crossed over, you know, like into Simpsons into yeah. mm-hmm. so he was such a juggernaut like icon that yeah. he could you know he, the the references spanned. Because I'm the more, same way. Yeah, like he was more that for me than he was Spock. Yeah, you know, yeah. like like Spock the character. He was yeah. more Spock the the cultural touchstone. Mm-hmm. But even when I read the news, though, even though I'm not like a huge fan of of the Trek and everything, but yeah. I was kind of like, oh man, that's such a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I am a huge fan of the Trek, yeah. so it really like I it, my stomach kind of yeah. seized up when I saw that that it happened. It was really a huge bummer. I think he's such a beyond being like an awesome guy and a great actor. It's a great performance he does as Spock. But what, why he's so big in this in the Star Trek world? Maybe it's it's almost bigger than if uh, Shatner were to pass away, which he will at some point, and that, that that'll be a huge thing for people yeah. too. But Spock, I think, resonates more emotionally with people because of the philosophical nature of the original series and, right. and yeah. with that in the, the films as well, and his character and what he represents is as far as wonderful language that they the wrote for him too. It's a really great if you look through the uh, the scripts and if you watch old episodes in the movies. A lot of the things that uh, the character brought forth as ideas were just really wonderful, and uh, you know, it's a, mm-hmm. a tragic loss. Yeah. And yeah. Also, <laughs> you know, he didn't kill his wife like Shatner. So <laughs> I was. Uh, it's so allegedly. Weird. I I've been wanting to watch the Star Trek movies uh, just because I like watching them, but uh, I you know it's a little hard. Uh, yeah. I threw on. I, I was watching uh, Wrath of Khan about two weeks ago at work, just with the sound off, and had it on. And I don't know what's going on lately. Just like, you know, you go through those phases where, like, you watch a commercial and it emotionally affects you. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. So I've been emotionally fragile or something lately. Yeah. And I was yeah. watching Wrath of Khan two weeks ago. And when the death scene comes, uh, it just, like, I was, like, standing there watching it on mute. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I definitely can't watch it now because it's, yeah. it's a wonderfully directed scene and really well written. So mm. it's a, a very tragic moment uh but so maybe i'll just watch searcher's Spock and pretend everything's gonna be okay yeah but it's yeah. a huge loss to the uh entertainment world to the sci-fi world to totally the, to uh, god yeah and like what casey was saying like i think um the way and what you were saying like just the way that he crossed over in a way that you know felt very like just open and honest like he's one of those mm-hmm. people that like whenever you would see him in public appearances or just like people posting like quotes from him yeah as like just a person yeah he's somebody i feel like he had a very sort of like approachable like like presence in popular culture i think he was too i think like he a was kind of really, like a wise kind of like yeah. yeah but i think he was really giving with his fans too like, yeah i think he was sure. really good good with uh kind of meeting fans yeah and, and knowing his place in terms of of Star Trek fandom kind of thing, like mm. not getting all you know shitty about it, like oh, oh yeah, get yeah. off it, you fucking bunch oh, yeah. of nerds. But uh, but yeah, I think he was. I think he he seemed like somebody who just really had a good time being famous. Yeah, you yeah. know for sure. I don't know. Yeah, it's a huge, huge, 
Huge Big loss. loss. Yeah. Definitely. Very, very sad. Yeah. Um, so we, as I mentioned before, we can segue through the science fiction into the alien news. Yes. With uh, Neil Blomkamp's latest movie, Chappie, is opening. Now there's a flurry of news around that he was developing this alien uh, alien movie. What's the, what's the, what is it sitting at right now? Because I saw that a lot. All the concept art came out. Yeah. Fox said, like, we didn't even know that he was working on this. Right. And then, is it something that's going to happen now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a thing. Yeah, he's got, apparently Sigourney Weaver is definitely locked in. Okay. Anyway, and uh, the news that I just read was somebody, uh, that came through Reddit actually, from uh, some kind of fan expo somewhere, is that uh, Michael Bean has been approached. Yeah. Uh, and he wants to do it, and it's just, it's basically a paperwork thing at this point, so oh it looks like God. it's going to happen, so... I that can't is believe the best. I can't believe how excited I am about that. Oh, fucking! Yeah. That's my favorite thing about the whole fucking thing. Is yeah, Michael Bean, <laughs> right? Like, but not only that, it's like, yeah, you know what? Fucking, let's get Michael Bean back into the fucking public eye. Let's right? have, let's get him, uh, 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 you know, a big second iteration of his of his career. Mm-hmm. Let's give him a big comeback because he's fucking awesome. Yeah, so and awesome. He's always been like. A utility guy, mm-hmm. you know, like it's never been like starring Michael Bay. No, no, which is a bummer. But if Let's, you go back and yeah. look at his work, you know, yeah. like his work in The Abyss is exceptional. And there's, you know, Kyle Reese is uh, there's a reason that character's name like is stuck around and they yeah. keep on trying to work it in it's because of what he brought to it by not being a big guy and yeah. going up against the Terminators. That's what they don't understand about this new Terminator Genesis. Is uh, <laughs> genocide, genocide, genocide. Uh, um. Because I, I feel like when I watch that trailer for Janice's, uh <laughs> it all seems kind of all right. I'm sort of down with it, and it looks like a lot of fun, and I like that they're diving back into the old movie, and you've got What's-Her-Face from Game of Thrones doing a Linda Hamilton impression, yeah. and a pretty good one. Yeah. And so it feels right, and I like it. But then that fucking Jai Courtney's in there just like, I haven't seen the first movie. I don't know what he talks like. You know, <laughs> he's so out of place. He's just like this big fucking meathead. You guys need to you guy. see that Terminator. Yeah, and he's just like I, every. Like, I'm in the trailer, and then when he talks, he dr- drops me right the fuck out because he's like Kyle Reese is like, "Hey, what? I'm supposed to be saving you." <laughs> hey, what's going on here? I'm supposed to be saving you. <laughs> oh, come on, cast. It's a fucking important role. Don't just. Why, why does this guy keep getting jobs? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't fucking understand it. <laughs> Uh, I just uh, want to say hi to our uh, friend and, uh, and listener of the show, Gavin Fox. Uh, no, you don't look like him, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I know him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about that. <laughs> I was making fun people of John Courtney. People Apparently, think people he, tell him that, but I don't think it's true at all. I don't see that at all. Yeah. Anyway. Well, <laughs> Gavin's the, not a slack-jawed yokel. No. Yeah. He can talk and stuff. Yeah. The, the, yeah. One, of the, one of the big pieces that came out of the Alien news was that they're going to skip Resurrection and Alien 3. Yeah, yeah. In terms, because obviously, yeah, because of the people that die, a lot of them die in the third one. Yeah. yeah. Now I know that people don't like the third one, and it's not. Speaking of our our discussion earlier about studio interference, yeah. Fincher, you know, didn't really get to make the movie he wanted. No. Well, he's and, first time director, so they yeah. can push him around. Yeah. But there, I know a lot of people do know about the assembly cut, which is kind of they put back in a bunch of mm. footage that he shot. And I mentioned it to you, Greg, that you should check yeah. it out. I was trying to find I, it, but no doubt. I like Alien Three and. Part of it comes from the fact that it was actually the first Alien movie I ever saw. Right. Um, I was actually really disappointed with it when I watched it. Cause sure. I, I went into it thinking like, oh, an Alien 3, a movie about killer aliens, and there's going to be a million aliens, yeah. and they're all going to be murdering people. It'll be crazy, cool, insane. Yeah. And then it was this like bleak, 
one versus one kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, especially going back to it with the with the assembly cut, I think it's it's got a lot going for it. I like how kind of bleak it is with all the <clears throat> people on the, like the yeah. pseudo religious like uh, visual stuff with all those like uh, prisoners and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think it has a lot going for it. I but I understand why you have to skip it because they murder Hicks and yeah. whatever all yeah. the people. I'll say I hated it when it came out. I saw yeah. it in theaters, and this was you know there's no IMDb, no yeah. Wikipedia, no fucking preview of a preview, and so just like holy shit, there's a new alien movie and yeah. holy fuck right on man and the tr- all the trailers are rather vague like all you really yeah. got was like that shot of the alien's head real close to shaved head Sigourney Weaver and that's yeah. the only one talked about it was oh shit she shaved her head yeah she's yeah. a lady <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it and so I'm sitting there in the theater like so stoked and then like fuck right away the first thing is Hicks and Newt are just dead they just yeah. died it's like it, it was like a big fuck you to the uh, to the franchise I felt like and I just sat there pissed off through the whole movie yeah. and hated it. Over time, I've grown to appreciate it because it, it looks really good. It's shot really well, except yeah. that the alien looks like crap. It's not actually CGI. It's not bad CGI, although that's what it kind of looks like. It's the, uh, it is puppetry and stuff like that, but it's it's they green screened it in. Yeah. yeah. So it look that's why it looks so weird. Yeah. And I haven't I, seen it. I haven't seen it since it first came out on video. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so, it's, it's, a, it's, it's got moments that are really As far as like, the Ripley story, I like the what they're doing in Alien 3. I actually love what they're doing in Alien 3 about like bringing it back to sort of her like if you think of the movies as an arc, I think 3 is actually a really good place to end mm-hmm. and I think Resurrection kind of fucked listen, that up. No one is going to there's <laughs> not a soul out there who's like, "Well, listen, Resurrection, you got to keep that stuff in." <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's when uh, you know Ripley got good at basketball and being, uh, you know, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All those what Ripley is, clones. Look, well, but they they did a strange thing with directors too with those movies like yeah. because they yeah sh- well, they got I the mean, guy that did um, uh, uh, Jean Pierre I, I was gonna say Jean mm-hmm. Basquiat yeah. Jean Flaviflam yeah of Amelie yeah, and, and Delicatessen Jean Michel yeah. Jeanneau or am I thinking of Jean Michel Basquiat <laughs> uh, no the middle uh, uh, initial is P because uh, I know anyway, it's director of Frenchman Frenchman uh, <laughs> was uh, like I, I don't know like I feel like that should have been a cooler movie than it was I mean it looks cool uh, but yeah. it's yeah what uh, was who wrote it um, well I don't know was it Joss Whedon really no yeah, I'm, no somebody wow. major idea wow. was it to put Dan Hedaya in a tank top <laughs> Jesus Christ that's the scariest thing in that movie it is terrifying those fucking shoulders I'll get it up here there's, there's three and a half inches of hair coming off of that man in every direction <laughs> Uh, Jean-Pierre Genier. Jean-Pierre. And let's get the writing credits up here. It was Joss Whedon. Really? He wrote wrote Alien Resurrection. Resurrection, That is... And I believe he has gone on record. I I feel like I've read a piece where he went on record being like, I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 Like, I know I messed up. Man. I've tried to rewatch that one. It's got one a that kind of like wacky. There's some like one liners. Yeah, really yeah. wacky shit in that movie. And like some of it I kind of got on board with. Like I like Michael Wincott a lot, but they fucking kill him off right away. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a silly fucking movie. And I've still, like I've seen Alien 3 now quite a few times. Yeah. Just, you know, on video or it would be on cable or whatever the fuck. And that's how I kind of grew to enjoy it was through multiple viewings and having yeah. it sort of beat into me that this, that look, this is it. Yeah. And then when Resurrection was so fucking terrible, it kind of made three look a little better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, like, it's just so, I think this took the best, or not the best, but the scariest thing that happens in 
uh, uh, Resurrections at the end when the alien human hybrid thing is getting sucked out that little hole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just screaming away. It's like, yeah. oh, this is terrible. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't like looking at that thing, and now I feel sorry for it. <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. noise it's making is pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, I, ha- I have to point out, 1997, when you could get away with putting a quote from People Magazine on the cover of Alien Resurrection <laughs> that says, Resurrection rocks. Oh. <laughs> oh. Whatever you say, People Magazine. Yeah. Resurrection it rocks my world. <laughs> I trust you implicitly. <laughs> Says somebody that was paid to say that. So I hear uh, what I'm curious about: how you guys feel about uh, th- this with it, with it just going like "fuck it, we're going to ignore those movies," which he's he has said he's like, "I'm not trying to abolish them or something." Yeah, he's yeah, just, he's just picking but, up. Yeah, he's just going to do what he's going to do. But I want to work with these characters, so I can't yeah. use. Yeah, stuff do we have to? We you know, do we have to abide by the rules of a movie that's 20 years old that no one liked? Mm-hmm. You know, can we or can we just move on? You know, I think it's. I don't think anyone's really going to have a problem if it just picked like, it's like yeah. Look, that's a different that's you can that's like choose your own adventure you can either yeah. pretend right. that this is the fucking storyline and that's how Ripley died yeah, or, you or can go this way go this way either yeah. way like I mean the, people fuck with the mythology and timelines of of kind of movie canon yeah. so much nowadays that it's it's just a new way of storytelling sure like it, it, it's a thing that that I think it, it doesn't detract from like you said like it doesn't detract if you prefer this way go mm-hmm. this way yeah watch the movies if you prefer star wars the real way and not looking shitty you know watch the uh, the shitty thing is obviously they got rid of the originals yeah um but but or like indiana jones or whatever just watch the original if you don't like the new shit and no you shouldn't like the new shit it looks dumb but maybe (laughs) you know maybe fucking somebody does and somebody made a a fuck ton of money off of it so what the fuck ever the world keeps spinning that's true because none of these things actually happened yeah yeah. it's it's important wait what (laughs) yeah Indiana I, Jones is real, right? Uh, mm. Yes, Dan. Okay. Buddy, he is Whew, real. For a second there, I was really worried. Sorry, yeah. but it's all right. Let's go back to sleep. Okay. okay. Yeah. when you wake up. And he is your real dad. <laughs> <laughs> Just like we told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at him. You can't see it, but I got I a think... little feather in front of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's going up and down. I think he's dreaming because his little paws are just going. <laughs> I'm having to run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chasing something. Oh, man. That is fun. It is fun to equate (laughs) to some sort of pet. Yeah. I don't know why. And it's not the first time we've done it. No, no. Pretty sure we did it last week. (laughs) (laughs) Onwards to next week. (laughs) That's our new segment. Yeah. (laughs) What kind of pet is Dan? Yeah. (laughs) Mm. What else? What else uh, do we got? Is that are we? Yeah, I guess that's all to talk about, really. With I'm, I'm super excited. How do we yeah. feel about this? I guess that's what I want to know. I'm I, fucking like so crazy excited and optimistic about this about yeah. the alien movie. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, what Casey was saying about the co- sort of like choose your own adventure stuff. Like I am, ad- I adopt that kind of like mentality now just for everything. Yeah. Like mm. Ghostbusters reboot, whatever. Fucking yeah. they could reboot fucking Monster Squad, my most beloved movie, and just make it a big pile of like crap, and I'll be like, you know what? Choosing the original. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it, man. The That's original it. still exists. This is a way to go, yep. man. Yeah. But I did want to mention super briefly, so Blomkamp, there was a article where he chimed in about Elysium. Right. Um, he yeah, kinda, where he wants to remake it? Well, he, came, he kind of came back around and said, I know that as a director, I focus on imagery a lot, and I just got really caught up with this imagery of sort of a big diamond encrusted like fancy rich world floating above like a slum in space Mm -hmm. and that maybe 
I should have focused a little bit more on the rest of the movie aside from like how it looks and how it fits together visually and how the world exists, which is all great. Right. But he did yeah. kind of admit like I like I feel like I came I lacked on the execution of the rest of the movie. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. That's fine. Which I think yeah. a lot of people were saying and and I don't know. I I'm kind of like whatever. Yeah, like if you don't think that you did it well, you know, admit it. That's good. Yeah. And if he wants to remake it, I would watch him try again. I think that that's an interesting thing that not a lot of people try. You see remakes from, you know, foreign language to English language a lot with the same yeah, director. Right. But I would love to see a director just be like, oh, that movie I made 10 years ago, oh, I'm going to do it again. I think I could do it better now. I yeah. feel like that's got to be a hard see. sell. No matter what yeah. director you are, that's going to be a hard sell that's to true. studios. Yeah. Hey, Especially I want to remember this movie. thing we spent uh, $270 million on yeah. uh, a couple years ago. Let's do it ago. again. Can I get three hundred million this time? Or <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I would love to see that. Oh, I, want, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Very much so. Yeah, and I would watch. I'd watch the hell. Out. I would definitely give that a second chance. I don't want to see. Like it was Gus Sorry. Van Sant be like, I could do something better than Hitchcock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you do something better than Hitchcock? Well, you do it shot for shot, <laughs> except. A little masturbation. Right. <laughs> God, I never understood why that fucking thing happened. Uh, I, I, well, I, I watched it, too, and I'm watching it. I'm like, why am I watching this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Why I watched, would I watch this? I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I feel like it was something that just happened at a Coke party or something. Gus Van Sant was just like, <laughs> like a dude, check it. This is so <laughs> fucked up. This would be the most fucked up thing. What if you made a shot-for-shot movie, a fuck classic movie, but somehow made it totally shitty? <laughs> I don't know. And by somehow, I mean put Vince Vaughn in it. Uh, <laughs> and, and, dude, you should totally do that do you dare me <laughs> i will <laughs> i dare I'm you one on pile of oh coke, coke. <laughs> uh, um yeah, that's pretty great mm-hmm. what else greg you uh, said you watched a lot oh you were gonna say something oh i was just gonna say they're they're uh uh talking more about uh anton uh, antoine fuqua's uh, oh. magnificent seven yeah, okay yeah which they added ethan hawk to it yeah, yeah fucking ethan hawk denzel washington training day uh, uh cr- yeah, yeah, yeah reunion day, uh chris pratt god damn that that's gonna be a great movie yeah, yeah. pretty good I right. hope, and and again, I lo- I love Anton uh, Antoine Fuqua. I, I don't think mm. I can't remember a movie of his I didn't like, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm down with That's it. That's all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also, it, <laughs> I I kind of wanted to bring it up also because the original uh, poster for the Magnificent Seven, um, like the the tagline, the byline kind of thing, um, over top of the Magnificent Seven says they fought like seven hundred. But when I first read it, I read it like, they fought like 700. <laughs> like, I don't know, 700? Like, like <laughs> there's these seven guys, and they are magnificent. Yeah, they're like pretty magnificent. They're like super magnificent, guys. and they fought like 700 dudes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm an idiot, but I am excited uh, about that movie. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you did say you watched a lot. Oh, oh, sorry. One more quick thing no. uh, <laughs> was that in this in this um, uh, article about it, it, it mentions that Battle Beyond the Stars yeah. mm-hmm. uh, is uh, a loose remake of The yeah. Magnificent yeah. Seven. I did not know that. Didn't we touch on that when you watched that? Uh, I don't think so, because <laughs> I didn't notice the parallel. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime Battle Beyond the Stars and yeah. <laughs> it comes up in a in a new article. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, like, it immediately catches my eye because yeah. I'm like, ooh, Battle Beyond the Stars. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what did you watch this week, Greg? I watched a great many things. Yeah. Um, I'll try and go quick through a couple. Okay. Just because uh, we've talked about them a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I just I saw uh, what we do in the shadows. Okay. Oh, what did you think? Well, I just love that movie. Yeah. Fuck right. What a great, hilarious, fucking awesome movie. Super funny. So funny all so the way funny. through. Yeah, yeah. I was just I just smiled through the entire yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I laughed, but I was smiling otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah just like. Pitch perfect. Uh, no, like no missteps whatsoever. No, no, and it's immediately funny. Yeah. Immediately funny. Yeah, right Before away. Before anyone's you know, talking, yeah. I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah. He's going and waking everybody yeah. up. I fucking love that. Yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah. I could watch, I will watch that movie many times over. Yeah. Just like, what and, a fucking treat. And again, the, uh, I don't want to spoil the image because it is it it's burned into my brain as being a fucking hilarious image, but the um the animal the whole animal uh uh thing that uh, that um, Jermaine Clement's uh character can do oh yeah the yeah. one little uh, instance of that happening <laughs> God I love that <laughs> I want a T-shirt with that on it it's the fucking funniest thing. Um. So yeah, I, it, what a great movie! Everybody should see that. Like, yeah. do yourself a favor. Definitely, so, so good. Yeah. Um. Werewolves, not swearwolves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, I finally got my life together and watched John Wick. Okay. Oh, I, God. I, I haven't. It take you I so haven't long. yet. I know. I know you haven't. And yeah. I'm here to tell you: yeah, get God. your life together, Dan. Come on. Watch John Wick. <laughs> this movie is fucking great. Fucking start to finish, great. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Though. All right. There's, I have one, if I have one problem with it, uh-huh. it's this: when the dog is dead, yes, and he's lying down beside it, yeah. Why was it a CGI dog? Was it? Did you not notice that? No. Maybe it was just the copy I had or something. Yeah. Legitimate copy. Right. Uh, because he's lying there and he kind of puts his hand on the dog, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's very evident that he doesn't, that he's just, his hand is hovering Oh, I over. didn't notice at all because oh, I was trying to console my wife who has a great deal of trouble watching a- animals die in movies. Oh my God. As well, she shouldn't. That puppy was so adorable. The cutest dog ever. Yeah. So after yeah. the movie, we Googled pictures of beagle puppies to make everything okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, honey, they're not all. <laughs> I was like, this is a, it's a dog's an actor. I mean, he got to leave set early that day. Yeah. Move on, maybe a new picture. He probably got lots of money for that. Yeah. Lots of kibble. I warned her beforehand, like when the trailers came out, I'm like, it's in the trailers, so yeah. we know that a dog is going to... Yeah. But it was. St- I think she forgot. And I like. I it was coming up. I'm like, we haven't talked about this movie in a while. She's gonna forget. Yeah. And I was I like, you know. do you remember what I told you? Because <laughs> I know it's coming it, real yeah. fast. But yeah. it's not good. When no. that happens, oh, it's, it's not just cool. horrible. Well, I know, and it's the worst thing to watch is a dog dying in a movie. And I'm, I'm and I've noticed now because my wife hates it so much when dogs get killed in movies. How often dogs get killed in movies? Yeah. Yeah. It really goes on a long time. Yeah. Uh, you know. Anyway, don't watch the British film Tyrannosaur. Okay. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> it's a fucking amazing movie. Just don't watch it with her. Yeah. Because the first enough. thing that happens is it's a like a drunken kind of like fucked up guy. Uh, th- it's his story, and the first thing that happens is he's so drunk when he leaves uh, a bar, he kicks a dog and kills it. Uh, yeah. Oh it's God, just that... like. I don't even oh, like hearing about no, it. No, yeah. no, it's the and worst. it didn't happen. No, yeah. No, it's <laughs> all make believe. Yeah. Brutal. <clears throat> now that I told you but that, only th- one thing about that movie. Go watch it. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> after that, it actually it's all is. roses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> after that, watch Clockwork Orange, where you can see uh, people kick a homeless man to death. <laughs> evens everything out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. John Wick. Outstanding action. There's a million people in it. Everybody's great in it. 
Yeah, uh, right? Like, like even everybody. Like, little people just pop up and you go, hey, John Leguizamo was great for that little Yeah, bit. and like everyone showed up and like did some work. Yeah. You know, like not just like, yeah, I'm in this fucking Keanu movie. But like fun work. Totally. Like, like fucking, it, like. Like it's, to have that many people get the, the tone. Yeah. Over the course of a crazy action movie and have yeah. it all hang together like that. Fucking yeah. great, man. And again, like the, just that, that, that barely heightened reality where. You know, there's like this super cool safe house. Where, yeah, right. You know, and like <laughs> I thought it, that was awesome. I was yeah. so into the world. You know. Oh man. Oh, they a little will. Askew. They'll no doubt make more of these. There's apparently they've already greenlit the sequel. They nice. fucking well better because yeah. this is exactly the fucking the the thing that I want Keanu Reeves doing. Yeah, right. Work He's on this for a while. Fucking great in it. He is fucking great, great in it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just I hope what I hope with this is they don't blow this like cause it's, again it's slightly cartoonish yeah it's got a weird but, angle but a lot of just, it's just the slightest yeah, you can't blow that up in the sequel I'm, I'm it's gotta stay worried. measured otherwise it's you know it's like fucking the Matrix otherwise yeah fucking, I, I, it's gonna be a Wachowski uh, nightmare yeah or a fucking crank or yeah. uh, I don't know <laughs> hey look I love kick ass where they just oh uh, yeah. yeah I like crank too <laughs> yeah, I do too but it's just like but you can't you can't crank to this movie yeah, 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 no, yeah not yeah. at all no 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 no, yeah. no, they they can't deviate from the tone even slightly. No, 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 because it's so it's so fucking per. It's such a perfectly directed movie. Yeah, super cool direction. Oh man, yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, I totally enjoyed that. Yeah, super great. Anyway, I saw this stuff, but I'll let somebody else talk. I got about. one this week. <laughs> what you got? I yeah, watched man. Easy what A. You, what do you got? <laughs> what does he got? I got. I watched Easy A. Oh, um, that's supposed to be a good movie. Oh, I've seen with that. Emma Stone. You uh, said it was terrible, didn't you? No. Somebody I did. I don't, it's I don't great. I don't even remember it. I don't know. Is it I great? It. It's great. <laughs> it's funny. It it falls into the category like Mean Girls where it's just like, this is hilarious. Yeah. And right. everybody in it is good. Emma Stone sells the whole movie. Right. And I laughed right through it. And it's just all exactly what it needed to be. You know what's funny? It's I, like, or Pitch Perfect. Right. Like, you know, it. it's just, here's the concept and everybody in it is funny and everybody that shows up is funny and the main people sell it right. it's exactly that kind of movie that's that's so awesome because i really wanted this movie to be good for some yeah. reason when it came out and people were like i i just i want entertainment for kids i mean obviously this is it's for, a little bit you know, skewed o- older up yeah kids but but i want entertainment uh, for kids to, to to have integrity and to be yeah. like legitimately good yeah so that you know the future you yeah, know, uh, filmmakers will. Yeah, I cannot remember anything about that movie. <laughs> I know I saw it though. Yeah, yeah. It's I ba- think of it, a fucking thing. It's from basically it, like the Scarlet Letter, but in, in high told school, me it was terrible. It's good, and Amanda Bynes is actually super funny in it. I would not really know her funny. From a fucking crazy yeah. hole on the ground. And she's doing like a throwing bongs at you. <laughs> she's kind of doing like a. It's almost like that movie Saved. Um, like doing. That oh, kind I did of, not like that movie. I, I think that movie's funny, but this is uh, she's doing kind of that. Like she's the head of like the Christian sort of like sect. Was of she the in school. that movie? I don't think so. Okay, but but that whole like kind of Christian kind of thing right. kind of carries over to that subplot of this movie. Um, no, just super funny, great, great one to watch on the weekend for sure. Yeah, right. definitely check it out. You won't say too much about it, but yeah, Emma Stone, hilarious. Yeah, like she, there's a lot of scenes where it's just montages of her doing funny things that they've obviously just kind of like half improvised scripted right so it's just a lot of like cutting and and just her being hilarious yeah, yeah. super funny that's that's fantastic like, yeah. i mean uh, her appearance on the 40th uh anniversary 
Saturday Night Live thing aside, her on Saturday Night Live is really great. Yeah. Like, cause she, she's not afraid to just get the fuck into it. Yeah. Mm. And get into a ridiculous wig and try and try something out. Yeah. yeah. He's chewing on a piece of Velcro that uh, <laughs> oh, okay. he likes Frank. the feeling on his teeth. Yeah, fair enough. He's obsessed with that piece of Velcro. I know. <laughs> Sometimes it's all he can think about. What's Dan going to do next? <laughs> <laughs> ah, will you put him outside, please? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> uh-uh. um, um, what else? That's all I watched, uh, really. I, I've been wa- I haven't been watching anything movie-wise. Uh, oh. Mm. There was a trailer. Yeah. There was a couple of ridiculous trailers yeah. before the movie that I watched. Uh-huh. Uh, one of those being, uh, there's a new Nicholas Sparks movie. Oh, I yeah. saw a trailer. I didn't see it for before this movie, but I saw it like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. For something. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and <laughs> the last one that, that, because I had to see the last Nicholas Sparks movie. Yeah. And it was about um, some people who... Like a man and a woman who loved each other and what was it the best of us or something? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they were like in high school and they loved each other and then they now were they're not, in the, yeah. The, yeah. So it was mm. the two different time periods or something. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. Well, this one is apparently sort of the same thing. Yeah, that's what the Notebook is too. It's like two different like they're yeah they them. met and then they and then they meet again later yeah, yeah and then grow old together. And or then it's the old guy telling the story to the yeah. Guy. Oh. Well, this—that's what this is yeah. too. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there's the same, you know. There's a uh, uh, the frail old, you know, wise man who yeah. brings everybody together, and that's yeah. Alan Alda this time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus H. Fuck. Well, yeah. I hope like, you have to looks see it. Bonkers. I want I you to see, see it. it. Oh, and one then, of us will be seeing it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because it's I want it to be Casey because his review of the last one gets a lot of hits. Yeah. <laughs> it did. And your review of LOL gets a lot of hits on like all of your like sort of teen movie reviews get crazy <laughs> hits on our blog, which and is insane because who reads them other than teens who probably enjoy those well, movies? <laughs> and all I do is try my best to just shit vitriol. Well, all the over. funny thing. <laughs> is i think because the images are optimized for like what the movie is and stuff i think a lot of people search for the movies and then they click on images and see whatever images we've selected for the yeah. post because like we get a lot of hits for lol like what did she do with the turkey in lol or whatever or like yeah, what right. band uh-huh. is the battle of the bands lol and i think because one of the pictures is of the band it's mm-hmm. like then that leads us and they're probably right. like who's this fucking yeah so, <laughs> so they see it and they go ooh, lol and they read it they're like oh well this guy's just an asshole <laughs> yeah they're not wrong mm-hmm. yeah so someone will have to see that yeah yeah for sure that's very exciting but yeah. i i've been uh uh i watched i fucking barreled through uh, the first season of Drunk History, yeah. which I'd never... Mm. I, I'd watched the funnier die videos here and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, me too. But I had never actually seen the show no, full through. And yeah, I just... I barreled through the first uh, season because it is fucking hilarious. Yeah, right. super funny. It's it's fuck And, and, and it's a, a premise that you would think would get tired really quickly. It's like, okay, well, yeah, it's like, and these people are lip syncing what a drunk person is saying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds cute for five minutes. But no, I watched, I spent an entire night <laughs> fucking, because it's, the way they do it, it and the, the people they get to get drunk are usually writers. Yeah. And, uh, like Matt Gorley does one. My my quote from uh, the start of the show today <laughs> was uh, Rich Falter, yeah. who is hilarious when he's <laughs> drunk. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be Mr. Shithouse. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant. It's, uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm not fucking, you know, 
it's not a huge revelation because people know that it exists and that it's amazing. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. you didn't know it was amazing, go watch it. It's amazing. All right. Yeah. 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 Anything mm. else? I don't know. Didn't you watch a million things? I did. I watched a couple other things. I'll I'll keep it brief though, and we'll get out of this uh, yeah. tidbit committee. Um, I rewatched Dogfight after uh, oh yeah, I saw it for your first time because I hadn't seen it in quite a while. I owned it on the old VHS and yeah, threw it in my VCR. Watched it again. Just still fucking still love that great. movie like crazy. Yeah. What a great great movie. Yeah, uh, so good. really funny, really touching, really sad at times. Yeah, uh, just what a great unique film. Such an odd romantic comedy because it's not really either of those things. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great movie. I, I like how it's directed. I love the script. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great Bruce soundtrack. And L- Lily Taylor is so, so good in it. Yeah. But yeah Definitely I, check I, it strongly, out. Strongly, strongly recommend that movie. Um, and uh, I found out that uh, Athena had never seen Raging Bull. Oh. So we watched oh, Raging wow. Bull. I hadn't watched Raging Bull. Realized it sucks now. Yeah, Fuck yeah, that yeah. Movie. Ugh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, he's a bull and he's raging yeah. in the ring. I don't fucking uh, care. Uh, yeah, that movie's still just like a stunning, overwhelming piece of film. It's uh, so good. And uh, yeah, just De Niro is so good at acting. No. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just crazy. You forget sometimes because all you get is De Niro nowadays. And go yeah. watch it when he was fucking... Out to prove something, but fuck me, man! It's it's one of the best performances I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Just so locked in, you don't see anything but you know Lamada. It's fucked. Yeah, oh, what a great movie! And I laugh my ass off every time Joe Pesci tells his son he's gonna stab him with a butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> so great! Oh man, um, yeah. So I don't know. I had a nice. Uh, I, I watched a lot of shit this week. I yeah. guess I didn't realize how much. Um, I just remembered the only other thing that I watched was there's a documentary that's like came out around the same time as King of Kong uh, mm. called Chasing Ghosts. And it follows oh, yeah. like all yeah. the same people. I never saw that one. It's good if I've you... I've seen King of Kong like a bunch yeah. of times. It's not like King of Kong where their plot drives it through. It's more yeah. just like, here's more of these kind of like kooky weirdos that have like an interesting story. Yeah. But it, it's worth a, it's worth a look for a companion piece if you really like, uh, if you really like King of Kong. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's yeah. on... It's on the tubes. Oh, yeah. It's on the old tubes. <laughs> Dial it up on the tubes. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Well, then let's... Been forced to spend nights in the tube. <laughs> <laughs> let's get going into Film Roulette. Yeah. Before we go, go to modernsuperior.com and click on Donate. You can donate to our PayPal, or you can go buy a movie poster there. We got a little link there. Or you can go to tweakedaudio.com and enter offer code SYNWPC <laughs> and get free shipping, 33% off, and a lifetime warranty if you break your headphones phones that you buy from tweaked audio with our offer code synwpc they'll send you new ones they got you covered you got nothing to lose stop not losing things. yeah and then use them to listen to film roulette <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, the two winners saw Focus and the loser has to see something that looks bad. This week, the loser saw Calendar Girl themed with our 90210 recaps. And then we will roll for movies next week and listen to an album that the loser gives the winners as punishment. This week, we will be talking about Kid Rock. 
and then uh, yeah, we'll keep on going through mm-hmm. uh, with Roland, and, and I'll hand out an album this week as well. So yeah, yeah, that is how we play. Yeah, this week, Casey and Greg went and saw Focus. This is starring Will Smith, uh, Margot Robbie, among others, and it is about in the midst in the midst of a veteran con of veteran conman's Nikki's latest scheme, a woman from his past, now an accomplished femme fatale, shows up and throws his plans for a loop. Uh, we were unsure about this movie being the winner, but it was the biggest release, and we had heard a tip from Matthew Price that it was very well worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, the advertising campaign, in my opinion, was kind of wishy washy. Wasn't really sure what kind of movie it was from the trailers, but um, I was I by the end of it when we rolled last week, I was kind of thinking, oh, I really want to see this now that I'm thinking about it—a good con man kind of flick—and then I lost. So you guys get to talk about it. So yeah. bring us through it. What what's going on with Focus? Uh, all right. Uh, well, Greg, what did you think? Um, I was yeah, I was optimistic to see this because uh, I, I like a con man movie. They're fun, you know. To, yeah, sure. Uh, and I, I was curious to see Will Smith in a lead role. Mm-hmm. It's Hopefully been a while a for that. It's been a long time since yeah. been a good one. Yeah. Uh, I'm struggling to think off the top of my head what the last like solid Will Smith movie was. Yeah. Yeah, uh, probably uh, after Earth. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't care um, for that movie. Well, I don't know. Ali, has there been anything good since then? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I uh, forgot to mention. And even Ali. <laughs> Ali. Yeah. Yeah, Ali. Uh, yeah, Ali. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty it's good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, you you could shave that fucker down. Oh, yeah. big time, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize Muhammad until... Muhammad Ali, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you could shave that fucker down. Yeah. I didn't realize that this movie was uh, directed by the duo that did I Love You, Philip Morris. Which I quite like. Crazy Stupid Love. I did not see that. Crazy Stupid Love is pretty good. Yeah. It's, you didn't see that either. Yeah. It's yeah. like good for a while, and then it gets kind of like, all right, wrap this thing up. I really? really I really yeah. enjoy it. That's quite interesting, because so does Focus. Yeah. <laughs> Focus is a great movie until it's not. Yeah. And then it's not a good movie How far into with it, some good stuff in it. How far into it is it not? Is it good until it's not? Uh, I'd say maybe the first big... Fuck, I don't know. The it, first it, big con at the Super Bowl or whatever? I think that's where it really goes to shit. Oh, see, I think that 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 the Super Bowl scene, yeah. that whole Super Bowl part, they should have just ended the movie there because <laughs> uh, I loved that scene. Ah, because yeah. first okay. of all, fucking B D Wong was awesome, amazing as shit. Yeah, in this I love B D Wong. That guy Absolutely. is a fucking He's wicked fucking actor. Great, but in this movie specifically, he, his character is uh, his and Adrian Martinez are my favorite two characters in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, Adrian Martinez also was fucking awesome. Uh, is it so the gist of it I think from what I can tell the little IMDb synopsis didn't really say it but from what I can gather from the trailers is Will Smith is like a really accomplished con man yeah. who's training the lead actress yeah. as a to be a sort of also a con right. artist yeah. and then they break uh, break off he ditches her and yeah. then she kind of comes years back later they cross paths and she shows him what for he's working on a thing but didn't you find that uh, when it comes down to the main plot, mm-hmm. like which is right after the Super Bowl scene, yeah. um, didn't it seem like a like a sequel to the movie or something? Yeah, it t- like, totally. Like the pace changed, the tone changed, all the fun was gone. Yeah, and and, that, and the plan, like a lot of the fun was like 
them kind of going like, this is how a con man works, and this is what I do. I touch you here, I steal from here. Yeah. Um, and, and all of that, and seeing all that in action, and seeing how everybody, what everybody was good at, and how they pull off these cons and everything, and, and the ridiculous lengths that they'll go to, mm-hmm. was all super fun, and if you had to suspend disbelief, it was very easy to do, yeah. because everybody was having a really great time. Yeah. And then the movie just grinds to a halt. <clears throat> yeah, all the charm goes out the window, the fun, but, but here's also like the, all the con stuff in it I thought like it wasn't very good off the top uh, it was just sort of like alright fine this is pickpocketing not really conning anyone and, absolutely okay. <laughs> but, but, yeah exactly like it, it was really just more stealing yeah um, but but I th- I found all that a lot of fun because yeah. it was these these nicely choreographed and nicely filmed um, little sequence dance sequences where they're all out in a crowd. Yeah, and this guy's stealing a watch and he's shit, flipping man. it to this guy, and this guy's putting it over here and doing this thing over here, and this yeah. guy's over there. What's he doing over yeah. there? <laughs> um, and that's all a lot of fun to watch, I think, because yeah. it was really nicely directed. Yeah, yeah, and it had a great pace to it, so it's kind of like, wow, whatever, this is cool. But I found okay, so I, the whole sequence with BD Wong I thought was great and really fucking entertaining, and yeah. it was building at a, at a good pace. And uh, and again, BD Wong was so excellent in it. But then they do the reveal on what what's going on there, and okay, I was like, it was so it's this is so, so out- stupid, it's so outlandish. <laughs> yeah, and then they do the thing where they break down, they go backwards and show you the con and yeah. how they did it, and I love that kind of shit. Like yeah. that's a lot of fun. But I'm like, that's how you end your movie. So are, are, that's you're not why do I it thought again. it was the fucking end. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, this is short and sweet. Yeah. But you got to do that at the end. And then so I was kind of like distracted while I was watching because I was like, well, maybe, I'm, you know, maybe it's a fun con movie and I'm and I'm not watching the right things. You know, or or maybe look, look in the background, see what's yeah, going on. But there's yeah. nothing going on. There's nothing going nothing. on. No, it's a very thin movie that uh, and, and at, at times the script is very good. At times uh-huh. the script is yeah, yeah, yeah. really excellent. Yeah, yeah. And, and and there's a lot uh, there's a lot of really cool moments to be had. Sure. And I think Will Smith, ah, the direction is really, it really pulls away from this movie. I yeah. Think. I thought he was very good at it. He was fucking great. I very think. good. But it's just the crap ass movie. Yeah. I didn't really care for Margot Robbie in it. I was like, whatever. Robbie, oh, she, Robbie, anybody know? Margot, Mar- Robbie, 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 Rob, Robbie, Robbie, I think. All right. Robbie, Margot Dougie, she was not great. Um, but <laughs> well, okay, Gerald McRaney's in it. Yeah, and uh, he's Major Dad. In case you don't know, or <laughs> Simon and Simon, if you're yeah. my age, uh, <laughs> or Major Dad, if you're also your age. <laughs> I didn't watch Major Dad though. Uh, no, I, nor did I. I like Simon and Simon. Yeah, um, I like designing women. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I did not like designing women. Um, and he's and, and he's great in it. And that, he's, now, what, that's what the you're upsetting saying, part. Yeah. He's good in it. Will Smith is good in it. What we were saying about the script, I think, is was most well evidenced in the scene where Gerald McRaney shows up at Will Smith's hotel room yeah. and just kind of lays into him and his generation and stuff like that. And it's really fun writing. It's alive. And then it comes to a grinding halt when he starts talking about the red hair on his balls. Oh, like, that oh. that that's exactly <laughs> what I'm like because it is. It's all this nice nice dialogue, and it's all yeah. like this this kind of stylized dialogue where you're like, okay, well, you know, I'm I, I'm on board a Tarantino ask, but not Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like that that super stylized kind of thing where it's just like fun to listen to someone say cool shit. Yeah, and <laughs> and. And then, and he made me picture his balls. Yeah, <laughs> with one red hair on it. Yeah, I got a red hair on my balls, and it makes my balls itchy. In Did you water. guys ever stop to think that maybe it was a red herring? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I'm pretty sure that yeah. the, that was sort of the implication. <laughs> okay, 
but uh, but I, I'm I'm fuzzy as to why. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it, it sounds like that's the kind of movie these these people the the duo the directorial duo make because yeah. Crazy Stupid Love was kind of like okay, this is a pretty good romantic kind of comedy with a lot of characters and it's pretty wacky and the script is better than you may expect at moments from this kind of a movie and then yeah. it becomes so oddball and then the whole family shows up in the backyard and they all didn't know and blah, 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 and you're kind of yeah. like all right like i get it yeah and i i love you philip morris i remember enjoying but i i don't remember being like well that was like incredible i remember no, I just being like that. pretty pretty good straight yeah, yeah. through I, yeah. I liked it yeah like it, very easy to watch they mm-hmm. seem to make kind of breezy entertaining movies yeah. right for the most part and, and this could have could have really easily been that like had they ah there's just a couple little tweaks that needed to happen yeah like i feel like these guys shouldn't direct their own movies no no they shouldn't direct their own scripts they yeah. should write oh, them and, and they then. should have movies that have a uh you know climax uh oh yeah because <laughs> this movie didn't have that no it had a thing that happened yeah. where you go um oh that's stupid yeah <laughs> and then you go oh i guess the movie's over now yeah. <laughs> I'll go home. I don't know if I... Yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess I'll guess i go home now. <laughs> but I was entertained. Like, yeah, I was entertained I, yeah, it as wasn't... shit for a while. Yeah. For a while, I'm like, I'm delighted by this movie. Uh-huh. And then some other stuff happened. And I don't I'm know like, if I ever got delighted by it, but I was pulling for it for a good chunk of time. But no. then when I realized, like, you can't have a, a con movie that isn't really about a con, because yeah. it isn't. And there isn't, like, a cool thought out... Like... Ocean's Eleven isn't the greatest movie in the world, but the con they work off work towards at the end is enormous. It's huge and really cool. Yeah, and they break it down for you in a really fun way at yeah. the end to show you how they were showing you everything, but you you know you got tricked by the movie you were watching. You know, see, I think, and that's really fun. And yeah. this was like uh, now we're just done. Well, I, don't I think know. we don't problem, we didn't have an idea. <laughs> I think I think the problem is that they keep calling him a con man, and he's not just a thief. Yeah, he's just he's, there's a no con. Thief. He's going to get caught. Like he's not there's the the mark is never going to. Th- think he wasn't con right yeah and and and, okay like like eventually he gets into a a a more involved plot like a more involved kind of con type thing yeah but that is extremely boring yeah 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 yeah. and oh man i i I did not i could not give a fuck about that part yeah so uh but but i still say see it i don't no, no. You, you think just skip it? Ah, well, I don't know. If it comes up on Netflix and you want to, yeah, watch oh, yeah. something while you play I, I a game say on your go phone, go out and see go it. Go for it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. watch it for the fun parts because the fun parts are really fun. Yeah, and I mean, he's it's just a bummer that he can't fucking Will Smith. I mean, can't find a good movie to be in. Well, that that was my problem with this was that at the beginning because it was just stylized enough mm. that I was like, if this movie's a really tight, like kind of like like great through line from beginning to end it's yeah. stylized enough and he plays enough of a fun human being yeah. that I could see this being really good for him transitioning into kind of weirder roles and kind of maybe not more art house roles necessarily but but stretching out from his summer blockbuster kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah yeah but I was like, oh, no, this isn't going to be the movie that could it does. still no, no. be the movie though even though it's not as a successful as a whole because it's still that kind of role. I, I I don't think so. I think that it'll just get passed by. Because like I mean, yeah, it opened number one at the box office. But it, does, it was yeah. a Will Smith opening. Yeah. But it it still did not make as much as as expected. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just thinking like yeah, like does it does a movie like this have to be a success for for finan- I guess everything's financial. I'm just thinking like can he like then leverage that like that he's good in it 
is enough to kind of be, like jump off into like another kind of like thriller, you know, or well, a light, a lighter. On, it depends on who he's going to. Like, I mean, yeah, if he like because he's the big studio release guy. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the big studio release, like like the the big the the top yeah. execs are are not going like. Well, you know, the movie didn't make a lot of money, or it made some money, but but. He was great. Like yeah. I don't think that's the thought process. I don't think I anyone think has any dispute is... whether or not the man can act. Yeah. He's very yeah. good. He's right. never been. I've never seen a movie where I thought he was shitty in it. Mm. You know, I've never been like his acting sucks. Mm-hmm. It's just he's in bad fucking movies. Yeah, I, f- I feel like he's yeah, just someone that I would agree with. That. I feel like he just bounces around. Like I don't think. I think even if this movie was a smash hit, I don't think they would be like, well, then let's make more fo- focuses. I think it'll yeah. just be like, if he wants to turn around and do another, like, yeah, just, Independence he'll do what Day, he wants he'll just to be do, like, I, I can still open a movie. Yeah. yeah I'm doing yeah. this one. I mean, he's got, he's playing Deadshot in yeah. uh, Suicide Squad coming up. So that's, I guess, the next big profile thing because they're mm-hmm. fast tracking that. I don't know if there's anything scheduled in between, but I mean, yeah. I don't know. When you look at his career, if you go through the IMDb on Will Smith, man, it is pretty spotty. Yeah. Like, there's very little good in there, which is a bummer. And it's kind of weird to think about. You scan through, and it's like, like yeah, he's, there's like a, a He's fuck, good a in things that aren't great, and he's good yeah. in some yeah. things that are great, but he's yeah. also good in a lot of things that are just kind of like, well, you were good in that. Yeah. But yeah. The movie itself. Like, he's really charming and a lot of fun in Independence yeah. Day. But I mean, that, and that's a fun movie, but it's incredibly stupid and terrible, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like there aren't, like, there's, you know, six degrees of separation. That's a really good yeah. movie that he's great in. And then, but there's not a lot of those. Not a lot yeah. of those. Most of it's like just you know that the bad boys movies are what they are. Yeah. The men in black movies are what they are. Mm-hmm. The first one's pretty fun. Yeah. But the I mean, men, yeah, men, men in black. Yeah, but the first bad boys is is pretty fun too. It's, and and as second, much as I hate the second bad boys is amazing at moments. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, is that a long? It's movie. way too long. As, yeah. as much as I hate Martin Lawrence, and believe me, <laughs> I hate Martin Lawrence. Yeah, Not as a person. I don't know him as a person. Yeah, yeah. I hate his public persona. Yeah. The two of them, like they're great. Uh, I actually, I quite like uh, Martin Lawrence in that movie because yeah, because sure. of Will Smith. Yeah. No, it's very good. But it's a pretty. It's been a pretty spotty film career, I think. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, it has. It's been a weird wants career. To contest me on that, but I think it's been shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like so few legitimately good movies. Yeah, so few. Yeah. <laughs> Legend of Bagger Vance. Anybody? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I forget that that's a movie, and then I think the title The Legend of Bagger Vance and I laugh quietly to myself (laughs) every time oh man All right, Mm. mixed feelings on focus Uh, yeah not good not so in focus no should have focused a little more on that script the more I thought about it the more I was just like fuck off Uh, don't make a con movie without an idea for a con see I I I didn't think that because they did have an idea for a con it just wasn't a good one yeah but I mean if he's gonna Anyway, listen. <laughs> but but again, I, I I wanted it to be better too because uh, Adrian Martin because like I was like why is Adrian Martinez in a seemingly larger role here? Like nobody knows him who who he is or anything. Mm. Like he shows mm-hmm. up on like comedy things here and there, and then all of a sudden he's got like this not like a huge role or anything, no. but but he That's substantial screen time. Yeah, yeah, and he's so funny. And it, like there were just chances for people. I didn't really like him in it. Oh, I, it really? Was mostly the script stuff was just it. It seems so out of place for him to all he was talking about was blowjobs and vaginas. But I think that I I feel like he that could have been such a one note thing. But he played it so 
weird and stiffly. Like I, I feel like he made these these crazy subtle choices that uh-huh. that made that stuff so charming. Yeah. Like like I feel like he pulled off something that nobody else would have been able to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I find because it weird. he's just a big <laughs> giant weirdo. He is a big weirdo. And I know I've seen him in things and enjoyed him. Yeah. But I yeah, I found it it just it seemed so out of place for the rest of the vibe and everything. And oh, I just, think this kind of movie like it, it's a it's And just so weird like for the female character like when he's like your breath smells like vaginas and stuff. And she's like, ah, "You're wonderful." But that's <laughs> but that's the whole point of that scene. Yeah. And uh, well, I yeah, I know like as far as like their con but yeah, the, yeah, yeah. it's it's supposed that that they have formed like a real bond that Right, right. That and that's how friends. they talk and yeah. but I just it just felt because and you, like you only see them that. speak twice and both times it's that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I totally feel like weird. he sold it so well. Yeah. I, 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 and this kind of movie, like it's a con movie mm-hmm. that, that is a little bit stylized. It, it's a movie that has to have like a funny sidekick guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, and, no doubt. I, I don't know. I, I feel like he served that role so perfectly. Yeah. I do like him. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, in general, but uh, I found the scripting bizarre. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but I loved it. Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I have no way to segue <laughs> between focus and Calendar Girl. That's not, that's <laughs> not the Dan Gorman I know. Let's focus yes. on getting into the next movie, <laughs> Calendar Girl. See, you could do it. Okay. Yeah, I, believe I watched Calendar Girl. This movie came out in 1993, starring Jason Priestley of mm-hmm. 90210 fame. We watched this because we are doing 90210 Yeah Relay on this show, where we talk about season two. And you own the VHS copy. And because copy Emma owns the VHS copy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and it's and when she, we were like at a flea market, and she saw it, she was like, oh, we got to get this. And it's just his face on the cover. Yeah. Cause we, and because she knew about all the 90210 stuff that we're doing, and I was like, yeah, all right. And then now I watched it. And okay. This movie is about three young men who go on an end of the summer trip to Hollywood, California, their quest to fulfill the fantasy of meeting Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Um, so picture this it's 1993. Jason Priestley is a uh, red hot TV oh, yeah. star. This is like the peak of, peak of, of popularity. Priestley. Um, Sideburns Ahoy. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, what are we going to do? Let's get him in a movie. Let's yeah. get him in a movie where the girls are going to want to flock to see him. Yeah. Let's get him in a movie that'll that'll like the, the teens will want to go see it. We should get a bunch of people that had to do with 
that worked on Happy Days, though. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, let's get a director who I'm I'm not 100% sure if this is factually correct, but I believe he worked on, on Happy Happy Days in some regard, possibly as a writer or director. Right. And then let's get possibly Penny Marshall. Bosley. <laughs> let's get Penny Marshall to produce it, and let's huh? set it oh, in the past. Right? And make it this kind of sweetly, attempted sweetly nostalgic look at this kind of era of, you know, pubescent uh, boys and their obsession with Marilyn Monroe. Uh Why? Why? I I get it as a concept for a movie. I don't get it as a concept of, well, let's just get Jason Priestley. Yeah. Because it feels like they're trying to be like, well, you know, older people will want to go see it because it's kind of Happy Days-esque with the old school vibe and yeah. they'll bring their kids along because it's got the hunk in it. Yeah. And it'll right. show his butt at some point. Right. I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really funny that it is a period piece and I'm looking at pictures from it, but they've just he just has his 90210 hair. Yeah. yeah. Which like, oh, yeah. makes no sense, which is why when you look at the poster, there's nothing that would make you think it's in a the period 60s. Piece, yeah. There's nothing that makes you think it's not 90210. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Marilyn <laughs> well, Monroe. Here's my favorite poster. This is nothing but for you guys. Okay, this is the best poster on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a black, a black square, and it says "Calendar Girl" in the plainest just white, in plain white font. font. Somebody like somewhere supposed- was like, "I gotta make my own yeah. poster." And this is telling me just as much as the yeah. ones with images. Though. Yeah, it's like you're supposed to read that calendar girl <laughs> <laughs> that's how evocative it is <laughs> okay so marilyn monroe is a huge star in this film at this point at this point in time uh iconic uh and the movie is about three friends who, a real candle in the wind yeah um three friends um jason Priestley, jerry o'connell and gabriel olds and they are obsessed with her um they like to get racy photos of her and they pass them around. I believe they're masturbating to them. It's kind of, in, I think it's sort of inferred well, in, that they're like, oh, I'm going to take in it now. In the same room? Yes, all at once. They're just passing, passing around your turn. Just jerking it. Gross. Um, so they're like obsessed with her, like in a way that. Are and, you and, done with that one? <laughs> and almost, almost, uh, almost. Yeah. Just, just, just hold it by the edges. <laughs> hold it by the edges. Gross. <laughs> and that's, and actually, there's like stuff in this movie like that, like not specifically that, but like that, <laughs> that make you think like, why is there are they like they're trying to be like okay, it's about like a bunch of kind of like pubescent, prepubescent boys like coming of age and like they're obsessed with sex and hooters and farting and like they they like talk <laughs> Fart about hooters, like, hooters and farting. They're like oh you like they make references of like oh you fart all the time. No girl like you. Like they're trying to be slightly crude, mm-hmm. right. but not so crude that you're like this is disgusting. But crude enough that you're like this doesn't fit the tone. Yeah, right. So there's all that. So um. Roy is Jason Priestley, and mm-hmm. he's like, he kind of wants to go to the military. Um, isn't in great uh, with his father, but it's kind of it's kind of like dogfight. It's like we need one last hurrah before I try and go to the military, guys. And uh, Jerry O'Connell plays his friend who has like a prosthetic leg, so he's like hobbling around in all the scenes, sort of ma- trying to make it look like one of his legs is fake. And then they do insert shots of him like revealing it's fake, and you're like, yeah, you can't pretend. Um. <laughs> What? Uh, why? I don't remember. 
I honestly don't remember. And okay, so before I get too deep into the plot, this movie is bad. It's funny. Like, it's very watchable because it's that kind of like, what is this 80s movie? Why is it made? Who is this for? But it's easy to watch and yeah. make fun of. Yeah. And it's, I'll get to some of the stuff in the plot. Okay. But it wasn't like, oh, I'm in pain watching this movie. It sucks. But it is kind of like, what is this shit? Right. <laughs> did you did you watch it with Emma? Yes. Okay. And she, I, I She assume... likes it more than me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but she's like, does... it's cute, whatever. Right. And then I have an opinion about some stuff that she doesn't share with me that I'll get into. <laughs> that, but that does elevate something like this. Like where yeah. you're watching. Like I, I watched... was having fun just laughing along. Right. Like, this is a weird movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I watched The Little Rascals once with, uh, with Miles because she loved Loved it when she was a kid. Yeah, it was one of her big things, like the the nineteen ninety. Yeah, the nineties sort of. Yeah, when, uh, and and I don't know if I would have liked it as much as I did if I wasn't watching it with her. Yeah, probably because sure. it's adorable. But uh, but yeah, like watching it with her and like ha- having that kind of excitement yeah. of it being something from her childhood. Yeah, really kind of elevated it for yeah. me. Um. So okay, then there's the other friend Ned, who is known as as Bluer or Bluer or something. I don't know. And. Uh, <laughs> He works at like a town store, and he's the guy that's like, I don't know about this, guys. Anyway, you twisted my arm. Is so, that Jerry O'Connell? That's Gabriel Olds. Jerry O'Connell is the guy with one leg that's like hobbling, <laughs> I'm sorry. hobbling going, around. I didn't know we were going through their character traits. Yeah, <laughs> there's the one guy who doesn't think it's a good idea. There's the one guy who does yeah. want to do it. Well, I mean, and there's is, the one guy with a wooden leg. This is that kind of movie. It's just like he's his friend. He hobbles around a lot because he's only got one leg. The other guy's kind of like, we got to convince him to get into some high drinks. Yeah. Um, so they decide they are going to go on a trip to try and get a date with Marilyn Monroe. Yep. Um, all three of them together? All three of them together. <laughs> so they're going to try to tag team Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And Ned, the guy that, that's not Jerry O'Connell, is like, I don't know about this. And he's like, come on. And he's like, all right. Um, and Roy's uncle gets them a place to like, like lets them use his house. It's like they have a house to go to that they can stay at, um, to stay there or whatever, and try and get Marilyn Monroe. Uh, leads to a lot of kind of the crazy. Is I assume Marilyn Monroe adjacent? Mm, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot I don't remember about this movie. Um, so okay, where am I in my notes? So they get there, and a lot of crazy shit happens. They are basically for a long period of this movie camped out in their car in front of um, Marilyn Monroe's house, and and this is where uh, my opinions on the film come out. They are basically stalking her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very. How long? How much of the movie? I feel is like them... it's three boys who drive to take a road trip to sexually assault a woman. It, yeah, yeah, that's what it's starting to <laughs> it, sound like. And it's played so sweetly. With or without a wooden leg. It's played so sweetly, <laughs> but the whole time I'm like, no, these guys are fucking stalking her. They're in her their car out front, like overnight. They yeah. try and like stay in the car overnight to see if they can like catch her walking her dog because they're like she walks her dog in the middle of the night so that nobody sees her and they're like well I guess we'll just wait out of her house until it's dark and like go up to her. Well that's, that's <laughs> the... this is a totally normal thing to yeah. do. How old are these boys? They're like approaching about to go to college. Right? Co- like yeah they're like high school. So schoolers. they're like 18 yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. So they're of an age where they should realize that, that waiting until not... 3 a.m. for a woman yeah. to come out of her house so that they can ask her to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Is possibly antisocial behavior, yeah. and then they how's this for some behavior? They also get try and get a cow to like moo outside because there's something about she'll like that and come out. 
Yeah. Well, every, that is common lore in the uh, the Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Universe Can't resist that, cow. God, yeah. she got so hot whenever she would hear and a then, cow move. Yeah, and then she goes to like a beach. Do they have a cow? Is that why? I, or yeah. they feel like they had to go get a cow because they're just, yeah. yeah. And how the, many legs does the cow? The cow is like depressed and it won't moo, and they're like, get it to moo. It won't moo or something. The cow's depressed. Yeah. Because the cow is like, I was just in that pasture over there eating some super sweet grass, yeah, and, you're and like, now I've got these three pervs. Come to the <laughs> suburbs, it'll be great. I'm hanging out with some losers. Yeah. How do they get it? Where do I don't remember. Uh, All right, don't it, worry about it. Yeah, I, I just want to hit the Coles notes of this movie. He's um, sad. <laughs> Then they go to like a beach and they they see her going to a beach and they're like we gotta go on that beach and then she goes on the beach and then they realize it's like a nude beach and they're like oh no we don't want to get naked and then Jason Priestley bears his butt for the girls in the audience they're like I'm gonna do it wait a minute they, they follow Marilyn Monroe to a nude beach yeah to a beach and then they realize after she's like on the beach that there's like a sign that's like it's a nude beach and then they're like oh no if we want to no, go no, in there we gotta get naked oh my god i wanted to fuck her but i didn't want to see her boobies <laughs> well they don't want to get naked oh my uh, god they're like now that she's do in they there know they're 18 years old no do wonder they... this cow is so sad yeah <laughs> no they're like once she's on the beach they want to go on the beach where she is and they have to get naked to go on the beach because it's a nude beach you right. can't go on the nude no beach. i get it yeah. it's just really stupid but yeah then, yeah yeah like i but so then you're then ju- you should have said I wanted to fuck her, but I didn't want to get naked. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was their plan? They should know at least. They have no there's plans. There's nudity involved. There's no plans, and there's an entire mm. subplot about, like, uh, Joe Pantoliano's in this movie, mm. and I can't remember why, but there's, like, this big subplot about, like, these kind of, like, like shady brothers. guys trying to, like... Trying, yeah, like trying to come and like beat them up or something. Like the whole movie, they're like, we got to get these guys. And they're like, we got to escape these guys and also try and fuck Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> um, so, okay. Eventually. Um, oh, high school. Eventually they get like, they get um, a date. She she becomes more and more of a character. They like knock on her door a lot and the maid's there and, she's, and they're like, let us see Marilyn. And the maid's like, no, you fucking idiots. And then they're like, well, let's like knock again and keep knocking and it's just like they're like just at her house knocking on her door over and over again like yeah you're fucking stalking her they <laughs> sound they sound like i don't know mental what do yeah you, what do you say mentally disturbed or something yeah there's yeah. they and, but it's all played so sweet so it has this weird kind of like why are you trying to play this like they're like assaulting her yeah they're like not letting her not want to see her them it's just like we'll knock on her door and then they're like well We'll, like, find a way to get in without her maid seeing us, which happens. Mm-hmm. They basically, like, break in. and then But then, eventually, Marilyn Monroe is kind of, like, this wise sort of, like, person that decides that she's going to go on a date with one of them. And uh, so she she agrees. <laughs> that actually doesn't seem wise. She Yeah. <laughs> she agrees to take one of them to a beach. And then all the friends are like, which one is it going to be? And then um, Roy says that... Um, he wants to be the one and he says um a line of dialogue where he says he wants to canoe her and i was like i don't know what that means no canoe like and like, they don't explain that no he's like oh look, he says that her. to her no to like his friends <laughs> listen uh, you should pick me because if you do i'm gonna canoe you not canoodle no canoodle canoe canoe, canoe. 
I was like, like okay. Or, uh, um, uh, but eventually, in the boat. Or yeah, that's all I'm trying to yeah. But eventually, Jerry O'Connell, I think it was, gets to go on a date with her, and it's like a nice date, and they kiss, but they don't like. Who plays Marilyn Monroe? Uh, let's see. It's actually she's actually okay as Marilyn Monroe. Uh, why is she not? Um, hmm. Why is she not in this cast listing? <laughs> like anywhere near the top. Maybe it was a g- 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 ghost. <laughs> uh, Tuesday night. <laughs> That's what? when you'll tell us. That's her name. It, it is Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday night. night. She was in uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I was just going to say, Master. Oh. Yeah, she was in the fan. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Jerry O'Connell. What anyone says. Let's like wrap this fan. up. Fan? This yeah. movie's not good enough uh, <laughs> to last this long. So uh, Jerry O'Connell gets to go on a date with her and kisses her or something. And then they're all kind of disappointed that he didn't canoe her, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm still I don't know what that means. So confused. And by then that. they go. Then yeah. they like go home. Now that we had like our date and like nothing really happened. Like I guess we'll go home. And then and then like a, near the end of the movie, they get the news that she's died of like a drug overdose. Like they end the movie on them kind of being sad about it, and then um, like sort of wrap up with their kind of like home lives now like it kind of tries to bookend it with like i don't like my dad much and i you know have this relationship i'm in and i don't like working for my dad at the store and all the stuff so when they go back at the end it's like they try and wrap all that stuff up and it's like whatever like we're gonna get shipped out to boot camp um and then it just ends with like um uh one of them kind of like I don't know, like partying or something, and like finally, I'm gonna let loose, like because it's the uptight one or something. It's just like now we're done with this. Go back home and wrap up their plots. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. But there's I some ridiculous so stuff in it. Cow and canoe related. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's something all right. It's watchable weirdness yeah. and it's funny to laugh at. But the whole undercurrent of them just being like, we gotta get this date. Like they don't say it like that, but but it's. But you're like the links at which you are going to like. It's all weird. It's creepy. Yeah, it's yeah. really creepy. Like they they hey. they park out overnight and they're like smoking joints, being like, "Whoa, oh, crazy wow. weed!" Like we've never had this before. But at the, but to the to the onlooker, like they're presenting it like, "Look at these teenagers trying weed. They're getting into some hijinks." But if I saw like shady, darkened van with <laughs> weed smoke coming out of it outside of my house, I'd be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, Do you think this and- cow looks sad? <laughs> 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 if you come out here, I promise not to canoe you. Just take a look at my cow. As I'm starting to worry about him. He's got this air of ennui. <laughs> Worries me. Do you think hey, do you think that like um over the like that cuz you know how like motorboating is a thing? Yeah. Canoeing. Yeah, maybe maybe that that's it? like the old-timey <laughs> version. Maybe. I mean, I think you've thought canoe- about it more than they have. I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> it's consuming. <laughs> we should google it. Uh, Let's I'm google <laughs> calendar girl canoe. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, we'll see what we what comes sure, up. Nothing from that. but answers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds like a fine yeah, motion picture. Totally. I disagree. Nope, just a bunch of actual calendar girls in canoes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Just a bunch of girls with calendars and canoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's March. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So it's just from the top to the bottom. It's weird. I don't know why they did this. Like, it just seems like a weird 
choice of 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 uh, project on all all fronts. Why cast him in this movie? Why make it an old timey movie? Why try and mix the old timey <laughs> like mo- like period piece with like pseudo crude humor, but also like a madcap subplot? Just like they took a bunch of things and were like, smash this together into a movie, but also be about a real thing that happened. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I think it's based on a, like a true story about these guys that like did actually go and like decide to drive out or something. Hmm. I think maybe not. Weird. Did they end up in jail at all? Or? Probably. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's. Weird. I could be completely making that up yeah. <laughs> about it being based on a real story. Um, okay. We listened to an album uh-huh. at the hands of Greg yes. last week. He lost, and he gave us an album to listen to. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us about why you gave us the album that you gave us? Because <clears throat> I was watching Dracula 2000, and it was such a horrible movie filled yeah. with terrible music from yeah. this time period. And I was just like, God, everything was so bad <laughs> for a couple of years there. And I was just, I was thinking about maybe picking one of the bands. I yeah. just, I really hated Dracula 2000. <laughs> and a lot of it was because of the music that was playing in the movie. And I was like, God, this it just made me sad inside. Yeah. And so I was like, what is like the epitome of what was happening then? And I'm like, I think it's Kid Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that fucking, uh, you know, that American badass video where he's rapping, rapping. Yeah. <laughs> over uh, Sad But True, you know, mm-hmm. riding a motorcycle in a fur coat. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, everything about him and his whole scene is yeah. just—it's just so perplexing. But it was so yeah. big, huge. It's so big. He's so, got, and uh, this was the biggest album. There was yeah. like five fucking singles off of it. So it was sort of like I—I I almost went with something nice, but I had such a horrible time yeah. with the movie, and I just thought this was too funny not to do. He's got some uh, some light Beastie Boys connections because one of the first things that ever happened to him that aided in the uh in his popularity amongst other things yeah. was uh that they they wrote him up in grand royal their magazine oh yeah yeah did give well, him that, like a big uh big feature or something along huh. those lines and kind of because well, he helped. was he was putting out records from like 91 yeah on. and like running a he, record label since the 80s right yeah, yeah he like you you can't say that he's not an ambitious man no yeah. no uh like i mean he, he was he yeah like he worked his ass off yeah. like he, he he you know ran parties and and mm-hmm. and like did like i guess he was in the whole detroit scene i guess yeah, yeah. uh and, and he yeah. learned how to do everything he knows how yeah. to fucking run he knows how back. to produce he knows how to write he knows, he knows how to play instruments and he has a crazy extensive knowledge of of like the history of hip-hop yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I found the, I found the review that said that. So he's a rapper from the Detroit area, has been doing his thing and running Top Dog record label since the late 80s. He was pretty obscure until Grand Royal profiled him a couple issues back, and he eventually wrote some of the blurbs for Mike D and the gang for their notorious Miami bass issue. His association with the Beasties must have done wonders for his career because here he is in 98 making his major label debut from the Pitchfork review that gave it 1.3 in 1999. <laughs> yeah, 1.3. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, okay, so let's let's start out with the album cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um which is Kid Rock looking like he j- he just looking like a 12-year-old girl who just went on vacation with her parents and got dreads on the beach. Yeah. Or got like those little braids on the beach in Jamaica cuz he's got that going on. Yeah. Um now this, it's pretty funny. <laughs> that cover, <laughs> but has been has been labeled a rap rock masterpiece. Um, masterpiece, yeah. Also, his last album, 
that had hip hop before going kind of straight up rock country, uh, according yeah. to Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, okay. sorry, uh, another thing that helped him was Carson Daly jump started his career according oh, to Wikipedia right. um, after seeing him like in some dance club in New York and decided that you should be on like whatever M- MTV or whatever he was doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay, so seeing that like that that uh, album cover, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to fucking hate this. Yeah. <laughs> and I put it on, and I gotta say, I get it. <laughs> I kind of get what? it. I get it. I kind of I get totally it. get it. Here's the You're thing. Kidding me? Ba Not a, at all. Ba would a ba. <laughs> if you listen to the first song, ba would a ba, the big hit. Yeah. I, when I was listening to it, I was ignoring everything he was saying, and, and I was like, this is a pretty good constructed bass track yeah like it starts i don't starts like what he's out. doing no but it's retarded it's got good samples <laughs> like like it's like if you look at the sample list you're like okay you're like pulling from some cool stuff it's yep. pretty well produced mostly some of the stuff he says sometimes is funny yeah. overall i don't like it but i get it i think but i know I what you mean full on get it and if i was a kid when this came out i probably like, would have liked it i would have loved if i was shit listening out to it, it. Yeah. i would know every word because uh, this thing owes a lot more to Beastie Boys than I than I thought it would. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because his, really? his style is very and and there, there's a song on it. People called, have like, referenced like "License to Ill" era with that rap rock oh, thing. Oh, it's obviously, v- it's he's, very much like he's to being Ill like, era. "I'm gonna do that," but throw country into the mix. But also, uh, yeah, w- which which he does, and, and and sometimes that's the most embarrassing thing. you, yeah. can, you can think of. But there's a song called like "What uh, Is a Welcome to the Party" or something. Oh, to the old school, yeah, uh, yeah. That that song is there's no way that song would come out of anybody who didn't have an extensive knowledge of yeah. of old school hip hop. Yeah. It's not great necessarily, but it, it it like his flow and his rhyme like schemes and everything is so like um like old run dmc yeah and and like what was going on at the time like where it's kind of elemental rhymes and he understands the verbiage used yeah back then and everything uh so it, it feels yeah it feels entirely L- authentic listening to it i was like i i get this there was definitely moments where i where it grates on you and it gets boring absolutely and, and you're it's like a I, terrible album yeah <laughs> But you're right, I, and and the first song, I was like, I know I'm supposed to hate this song because it's the stupid ba wada ba like chorus and stuff. But I just was li- found myself listening to what it was doing, yeah. not what not what like it sounded if, like. I was like, no, you know what? Down here, there's something in like it. It starts with this really slow like crescendo, and it kind of like it does kind of work as like an amp you up to get into this song it before the big chorus and shit. Fucking totally does. Yeah, from the very beginning, like if you if you separate yourself from the fact that ba with the ba at the bank yeah. is is something that no grown man should say. Yeah. <laughs> Like, the, the the rhythm and the consonants and everything, yeah. it's exciting. So amongst that song... My name is... <laughs> when he, that comes in, it's fucking cool. Yeah. The song fucking super just is, yeah. explodes into the song, and it's got a good bounce to it. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. And it doesn't matter... full on get it. It doesn't matter that the, like the, the, the guitar that they've put in that is just the same chugga chugga like the whole way yeah. through like most rap rock oh all of the but guitar the, on this album is that yeah but at the same time the Ba Wada Ba samples Purple Haze Jimi Hendrix War Pigs Black Sabbath Frankenstein Edgar Winter Rocket in My Pocket Cerrone Rapper's Delight Sugar Hill Gang yeah. Making Cash Money Busy B mm-hmm. like he's 
doing things that are interesting. Yeah. Even if it is something that is not for me. And the production on this album, for it being of that rock, rap rock time period kind of thing, uh, is, is head and shoulders above most of it. Hmm. Yeah, I I still found myself kind of like after a couple songs and being like, hey, maybe there is something kind of in here for me to at least be like, <laughs> I acknowledge that this, there's a reason. I mean, we've listened to a lot of stuff that blew up that was kind of like, why the fuck did this blow up? Yeah. And at the very least, listening to this, you can be like, there's there's an reason. attempt to be something in here. Yeah. Oh, And man. I get that it's kind of a gimmicky, like, well, what if it was rap rock, but what if it was also country? Right. And in in and of itself because of that you're like all right like this is pretty pretty shitty at times but at the same time you're like you know what there is something kind of charming about the shittiness of it there absolutely is and like what you like you were saying before we even started talking about the album about the ambition of it like they wanted him to remove like the the part of the one chorus where he's just screaming i'm going platinum or whatever and there is kind of a charm to think like this guy was like no to the record label. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm going platinum in this song because that's what I want to do. Yeah, and there is kind of like you fucking dick, but also like you know what you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and also I mean this whole time period and his whole persona is predicated upon him being a, a cocky douche. Yeah, yeah, a greasy and piece. And of that's shit. probably the worst thing about the album is that it, I hate him. Yeah, right. When well, you're listening, I, I mean, know, he's man. got some I, good jokes. I got, yeah, I got to say, uh, after having jokey. listened to this, I don't, I don't hate him as much as I did. Yeah, I kind of got a weird respect for him now. Yeah, no, I agree. But when I, when <laughs> I picture wonderful. like, it's weird. When I picture, <laughs> I don't like this side of myself. <laughs> if you picture Kid Rock and like, like his appearances on like live shows that would come on Much Music or MTV, and just him on stage being kind of like a shitty idiot, shit disturber, shitty beer idiot. drinking, like. And like he's got um what's his name like uh oh little Joe uh Joe C yeah uh, and it, yeah. Just oh, right. like, it all feels very like it all feels very just like like I'm putting on like an idiot like I don't know how what I'm trying to say with that it just <laughs> it all feels very like look at me I'm causing a commotion in a way that I'm like shut up yeah but then you're right like you listen to the album and you're like there is something here. And then, like I said, there is some like it, it's it's in the like the rhymes, like in the flow and stuff. Like some of it's stupid, but some of it you're like, I can understand that you're actually putting thought into trying to make this funny. That's that's the thing. Like I mean, it reminds the, me of the freaking... persona. His public persona is is sort of incongruous to the music because the music deserves more respect than him going. Look at this little fella running around my feet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like. Uh, but yeah, like I, I gotta say, the, the, it was a positive experience listening to it. I I don't know how far I'll never I'm, listen to it again. I was about to again, say, yeah. At, at the end of the day, it's I'll never it's a shitty album. Yeah, like at, at times, but uh, you I'm can like, understand you the shittiness. Gee, love right now. What is <laughs> fucking wrong with you? Yeah, the slow kind of like country <laughs> hip hop stuff. There's a couple stuff. of G Love albums that there's some stuff off on my. Oh list. yeah, I know yeah. No, but the slower stuff that's not kind of like a hip more. That's a little bit more like this one's more like a country ballad with some beats behind it you're kind of like this is fucking boring man yeah yeah, yeah. that 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 one that just straight up country song yeah. on this that is god knows why or yeah. whatever yeah. it's it's god awful mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but it's a terrible uh, song. but yeah like i i respect his respect for hip-hop yeah i think that's enough. i think that's ultimately what it is this is not the conversation i expected to hear <laughs> it's not the conversation i expected to have yeah <laughs> so. and, and like uh, yeah like halfway through i was ready to turn it off but you're right. This was a good conversation to have. I'm not going to say go listen to it to anyone. Listen yeah. to the conversation we just had and be like, oh, I probably agree with that. 
<laughs> and don't go listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Good enough. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. I'm right. really struggling right now because it's my turn to give an album. Yeah. And I have one, two, three, four written down. <laughs> oh, my. Are any of them good? Of a broad spectrum. I've got one that I was like, oh, I could punish them with this. I have one. I have two that were kind of vague punishments that I wanted to test the waters with. And one that is kind of like when I gave you guys Paul. So that's Paul Simon album that was kind of left in the past as it was his his dud. And then I was kind of thinking of doing another round of that. Like, let's revisit this person's oh, you know, see, said I'm commercial cu- failure. Yeah. I'm, curi- I'm curious about that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not a punishment. Well, <laughs> uh, well, it could end up being I just know it's not pop punk. Fuck you. <laughs> um, uh, okay, you know what? I w- I'm going to do that because it's, it's the freshest in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, this week I've been listening to almost nothing but Randy Newman. Oh, right on, Dude, man. Dude, awesome. <laughs> I... <laughs> and, this is um, the first and last time in my life I've ever been this excited yeah, about Randy yeah, Newman. No. I, which album? I've been listening to a, a bunch of them. Yeah. I, I've started from the beginning and I've worked my way almost all the way to when it there's a big gap and then he comes back with some modern stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So um, the, where the first album was kind of like overproduced with all the orchestra and stuff and kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, but I like that shit on there. It's cool, yeah. <laughs> and then the second album, 12 Songs, is kind of more like like more of just a band thing. Yeah. And then the album after that is more of a mix. I'm a, I've just, you know, I've always liked what I've heard of his stuff, but yeah. I still can't really escape the kind of like what, the voice means and the yeah. parodies and the Disney movie for music, sure. which are oh, fine yeah. for when those got, movies. When but he got bought by Disney, uh, that, that was a. But it's pretty uh, cool to go. Downturn, but it's yeah. cool to go listen to his albums, only knowing that like he's just like pretty respected, and yeah. then to hear how like acerbic and like biting and satirical and yeah, like yeah, 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 like yeah. With the stuff that he's tackling. No, like, he's super cool. Yeah, which album? So. Uh, <clears throat> His album that's widely regarded as sort of like his misstep is Born Again. Okay. Um, with him on the cover with dollar sign kind of kiss mm-hmm. uh, um, on his face. It's a little bit, much like uh, the Paul Simon album that we listened to, it's a little bit synthesized. There's some synthesizers on it. Um, but I was li- I was listening to it. The, the big thing that people say about this album is that it is too mean and that his hand is sort of too far into like his opinions about like what's going on. It's... But but listening to it, I can understand the confusion. But I do think that it's actually like listening to it for the first time today. I was like, oh no, I like this one too. Why does everyone hate this one? Yeah, yeah so, all right. Uh, we'll do that. Okay. All right. So I'm we'll in. Cool. With that, and I'll save the pop punk for later. <laughs> but it's in my <laughs> yeah, fucking pocket, you, man. After this, why don't you give us the uh, uh, album of pop punk covers of Randy Newman's? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go make that album so I can give it to you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, let's roll some dice. Yes. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's R some Ds. Uh, <laughs> this week, coming out in theaters, speaking of Neil Blomkamp, Chappie <laughs> is coming out here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. There was just there was some fun syllables in there. <laughs> I was like, you know, we forgot to mention on the uh, Oscars talk. Did you notice how Channing Tatum said all those kids' names? No, he said every name like it was a, like first and last name, but like it was different people. It sounds because there's only four kids up there, but he said like eight, like it was eight names. Yeah, 
Like, it oh, was really, like he separated first and last yeah. names. Uh, this is Neil. Like Anderson. Right. Yeah, totally. It was like <laughs> Jim. So we've had great, uh, you know, uh, input from Casey, Lyons, <laughs> Dan, Gorman. <laughs> it was super weird. <laughs> I'm like, come on, buddy. You know what names are. Yeah. I know that yeah. yours no, is backwards. No, he, yeah, look at his name. He yeah. has no idea. <laughs> he doesn't have a first or last name. <laughs> I've Googled it. It's Blumkamp. 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 I don't know how to pronounce uh, any name. I actually name. Uh, went to Blumkamp when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> we learned a lot about blumming. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, Chap- a little, and a little about love. Chappie's yeah. coming out. Also uh, had a canoe. Uh, it, more sort of science fiction from, from Neil and, and more robot kind of obsession and mm-hmm. looks kind of like a hybrid of some of the stuff he's already done with maybe some more... Uh, short circuit kind of vibes. So, <laughs> like what the racism? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they retain the race. Hopefully yeah. they retain the race. Fisher Stevens of a young there. Fisher Stevens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of a young Fisher Stevens in brown face. <laughs> oh, God. I loved the first movie so much when I was a kid. Short circuit. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. 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 And then I like I liked Short Circuit too when I was a kid as well. Yeah. Um, I've watched both of them recently. Well, not that recently, but in the last few years. Short Circuit One is virtually unwatchable. <laughs> I, you know what? I feel like I could watch it, but I, only nostalgia. That's what I, well, I, you have to, yeah, maybe have a few beers and watch with friends. Yeah. But I just put it on, like, oh, let's watch Short Circuit, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> fuck, this is horrible. Two is actually a better movie. Yeah, it's more watchable, good, but yeah. it has the outrageous racism. Yeah. Of- <laughs> Fisher Stevens and Brownface. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, it's crazy. Well, if we're rolling for a robot movie, <laughs> that's right. We got to do a robot loser. Right. And there are no losers uh bigger than the films of Asylum pictures. Yeah. <laughs> uh Mockbusters, they would just, you know, make yeah. uh make a movie that tried to just look like a big movie yeah. and possibly confuse people into renting them. This is yeah, probably they, the biggest Mockbuster of the last like 15, 20 yeah, years. Yeah, right? this was around the time they did Snakes on a Train and this and then maybe one that and it yeah. That they had just sort of people didn't I don't think know Asylum yet. Yeah. They just knew like what is this ridiculous movie that's trying to look like Transformers? I'm yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't a uh, a, a class action suit. I think they of tried. just all um, dyslexic people. Yeah, <laughs> because if I saw this, if I wanted to see Transformers, and then I just picked up Transmorphers, I, I don't know. Like I don't know if d- dyslexia d- it like changes the letters around and shit, sure. right? I feel like that. I feel like that would do me great. I think disservice. more. I think the most, like a lot of like families. I feel like, like in when Blockbuster was still a thing. Yeah, these things would be on the wall, this and they, they and they would yeah. time them so that they were in theaters when they were in stores when they were in theaters. So yeah. people would be like, the movie I saw a commercial for on TV. It's right here. Transmorphers. Yeah. Let's yeah, get yeah. it, and then take it home. And be like, oh, that's <laughs> what it was. It, yeah. These are made to trick grandmas. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so who love giant robot movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like I mean, like, like I watch Transformers like, uh, for my yeah, birthday for the kids. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard Billy talking about the big robot movie. Yeah. <laughs> so Lee Scott's Transmorphers about a race of alien robots that have conquered Earth and forced humanity underground. After 400 years, a small group of humans develop a plan to defeat the mechanical invaders in the ultimate battle between man and machine. Somehow, I doubt that it is the ultimate battle. <laughs> I bet it is. So let's see. <laughs> Chappie versus Transmorphers. We do have Casey. a DVD sitting here of Transmorphers. Yeah. I don't so. know which one I want to My personal see more. copy that I bought and sold without watching. <laughs> yeah, your personal <laughs> copy that you sold to me <laughs> that I now possess and have not watched. <laughs> 
just because I feel like it's a I movie. I want to pass it along to Greg. Oh. I hope Greg yeah. wins. Yeah. All right. If I li- if I lose a dice roll, I'll buy it. All right. That's six. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, no, that's, a, that's pretty good. Let's no, go. No, I know, but I'm, I'm rolling a zero. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Pop Punk no. coming your way. No. That's a zero, that's two. A we zero got a reroll two. between Greg and I. Oh, this hasn't happened in a while. No. <laughs> All right. Casey's Couple out. I'm zeros rolling. Here. That's an eight. Oh, come on. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh. That's going to be hard to beat. That's a three. Jesus Christ. Awesome. Well, there you go, buddy. And now, except for I didn't get to watch it, but I, <laughs> at least I, nobody could ever tell me I didn't own Transformers for a while. <laughs> Fuck. Amazing. Uh, the final battle between man and machine. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Special features. Oh, boy. I know. The making of Transformers. Yeah. The method behind the morph. <laughs> filmmaker's com- commentary and outtakes. Awesome. Ooh, Filmmaker's commentary has to be good. <laughs> yeah, watch it twice. <laughs> In the tradition of Starship Troopers and Aliens. I doubt it. <laughs> I really doubt it. I love that it's the most blatant Transformers ripoff. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's, I don't know if I had to describe it, it's like aliens, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Great. Well, I wanted to see Chappie so bad. Listen uh, next week for our reviews of yeah. Chappie and Transmorphers. Yeah, I got to watch me some Chip Chap. But for now, we are going to head on down to 90210 Oh Yeah Relay. All right, 90210 Oh Yeah Relay. What uh, What's going on down at the PP this week? But, yeah, uh, a lot. Uh, what's well, up with the peeps? What's yeah. the name of your episode? The name of my episode was The Pit and the Pendulum. Oh, no. Oh, man. It really is going down uh, <laughs> uh, at the old PP. <laughs> if, uh, if you're just joining us, uh, 90210, yeah, really, we've been watching uh, season one and now season two of 90210, and we yeah. are passing the episodes around. So yeah. Greg watches one. I'm going to watch the next. Casey after that, and so on and, and so back forth. Back to me. Yeah, we recap them. If you're just joining us, you're not very good at listening to podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> Why'd you skip into the middle of the podcast? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so, the pit and the pendulum. I'm going to do my best. I have a lot of notes. My yeah. notes are out of control this week. I don't know if that is indicative of it being a very good episode or not. I've lost all ability to focus. <laughs> uh, I've had too much caffeine now. I've, my hands are okay. a little shaky. I'm going to do my best. Well, you, from the sounds of it, there's going to be some fucking major revelatory bombshells. I know. There's things that happened. Uh, okay, where are we? So, the pit and the pendulum. It starts with uh, a shot of some old-timey photos that are up on the walls at the peach pit. Okay. Uh, some, like, Hollywood-type stuff and, you know, uh, old sports heroes and things like that. And uh, then we cut over to Nat, who is sort of uh, sadly watching uh, Steve and Dylan and Brandon play air hockey with the dishes. Uh, on the counter, with like they're using like mugs and and saucers and shit, and they're totally air hockeying it, smashing them around, what? and then they land. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you doing? But like smashing them? They're not breaking, but they're gonna. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so like some shit flies on the ground, and Nat's like, yeah, great, just break all my dishes. You know why not? So everything's free around here for you kids. And uh, Nat's all pissy and irritated, and Brandon's like, he's been like this for like two weeks. And he goes in the back, and he's like, uh, hey, Nat, did you order mustard? Because we're out of mustard. And he's like, you know, uh, oh, yeah, 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 you don't have to tell me how to run a restaurant. I know how much mustard we need. And he's being all snippy, and Brandon's like, look, if you want to fire me, go ahead, but just stop biting my head off every time I talk to you. And Nat's like, look, I'm sorry. Oh, fucking, he's yeah, one to talk. Yeah, I know. Yeah, really. Sounds like Nat needs a massage. And he's like, <laughs> Nat's like, it's look, it's not you, Brandon. I'm just going through a rough patch. 
And he's like, oh, geez, should I be looking for a new job? And he's like, no, 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 you're part-time. I can be flexible with your hours. What I, it's Willie that I'm worried about. And then we cut to Willie, who we've never seen before. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Willie, it's everybody's Will- best friend, Willie. Yeah, yeah who's standing in the background like, hey, I'm Willie. <laughs> and he's just like this black guy. And Nat's like, yep, he's been working here for five years. He wants a raise. He has a family. But, oh, what are you going to do? He's and been I'm working like, here for five fire years. Fire the part-time never come in. kid and help out Willie, who's worked there for five years. What do you mean yeah. you don't know what to do? Yeah. And... Or uh, tell Willie, the adult man with a family, to get a better fucking job (laughs) than working at some shit-ass restaurant. Uh, uh, So, and he's like, I might have to fire him. I'm not made of money. And uh, then we cut to at home, and Brandon comes home, and Mom's like, oh, you're here finally. He's like, what are you talking about? Turns out Brandon forgot about the preliminary meeting of the teen advisory board that's going on at his house. I'm like, what? (laughs) So much happens in their house. Yeah. Settle down. Too much. Yeah. Too much. Uh, so, but Brandon's like, ah, geez. And then he looks in and it's a whole, there's a whole bunch of teens in the living room and they're talking about like teen issues, like sex and stuff like that. And for some reason, Jim's in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what the reason was. <laughs> I'm like, that looks terrible. He was stuck mm-hmm. cold, jerking it. Sitting like a weirdo. Uh, and Brandon's like, man, I just, he doesn't, he wants to shirk his duties as, as teen consultant to the shopping mall and have Brendan do it. But it's a client of dad's and he's counting on Brandon. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I don't know a lot of what you just said <laughs> teen fun. council in the mall <laughs> yeah i don't know what's that this is, but like we aren't at the five minute mark yet i'm just like totally confused you're throwing too many things at me yeah um so yeah uh, we'll get to so dad is like working on a client that's doing something with a mall anyway brandon's like barf i don't want to do this but then the girl who's giving the speech turns around and comes out in the living room to get comes out of the living room to get something and brandon's like oh and he leans over to mom and he goes, hello, who's that? I'm like, dude, um, that's your mom. Yeah. Hey, mom, <laughs> check, out, <laughs> check out that poon over there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so I'm like, you're a fucking terrible human. Um, and then so he goes in and joins them and he's going to help pass out questionnaires about this new mall that's going to get opened. And her dad owns the new mall. And he's like, how come your dad cares about cares uh, what a bunch of teenagers think about his mall? And she's like, because I asked him to. And Brandon just beams with happiness about this. Like, oh, my. <laughs> uh, and then they cut over to Kelly and Brenda, and they're like, we like her. She's dynamic. And uh, Brenda's like, yeah, and she's throwing herself at Brandon. And she's like, what? But she goes to college and all sophisticated and, and uh Brandon's like, yeah, Kelly, but all, all sorts of girls have been throwing themselves at Brandon since he was 12 years old. I know what it looks like. I'm like, oh, all right. Plus, nice. he's mine. He's mine. <laughs> uh, then at school, we got Brandon's handing out a question. He gives a questionnaire to Andrea, but she's really not interested. She's like, what's all this stuff in the mall? We don't need another mall. And he's like, will you just do it? And then Brenda's giving, the, giving them out, too, and she gives one to Donna and assures Donna very... <laughs> Strongly that there are no wrong answers, Donna. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Don't worry. Just scribble on the paper or something. <laughs> do your just best. Draw a picture, whatever you want to do, sweetheart. You're doing great. <laughs> and uh, they're like, you just, you know, what, you just write down what kind of stores you like. She's like, the ones that take credit cards. And they're like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. There, <laughs> there are wrong yeah. answers. Uh, and then they kind of look over the uh, the questionnaires, and everybody wants character-specific things, like David wants DJ stuff, and Steve <laughs> wants a Ferrari dealership. Oh, it's God. a mall. <laughs> <laughs> but they all, everyone wants a coffee house. Everyone put coffee house. 
<laughs> and then Marcy, Starbucks. that's the uh, the girl that Brandon's kind of having a little eyes with, the daughter of the guy who's going to open the mall. She shows up at the school. and uh, At the high school. Yeah, at the, at the high school. Yeah. And uh, Brenda and Kelly are like, mm, she works fast. She's showing up to get Brandon. Then yeah. Kelly goes, well, she is a college girl. Clock's ticking. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, Are you poor- kidding me? She's almost 21 yeah, she's years old. That's a poor, ancient 20-year-old vagina that ain't good no more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody wants a 20-year-old vagina. College girls. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Nobody lusts after them all the time. Past their prime. Oh, man. And so she comes up and asks about Brandon. And he's busy arguing with Andrea because she won't fill the thing out. And he's getting irritated. And so Marcy invites the gang to a party, and they're all like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, no, it's fun. It's going to be a lot of kids hanging out. It's going to be a great time. And the theme of the party is uh, is I am blue, so use your imagination. They cut to Dylan, who makes a what the fuck face. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you, pal. The theme is I'm blue? I am blue. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, that's really weird. And they don't explain it. Just I am blue, wear blue. To this party of college students, blue right. color party, very good. Dylan more, makes more, it. The by the face. way, the the choices and, and and things that Dylan does, I feel like a lot of the time I'm on his side. <laughs> I feel like D- Dylan's the one I. Identify He's your spirit with. animal of. Uh, might be. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then uh, Brenda asks if she should bring Brandon, and Marcy says, "No, I'm bringing Brandon." And they, Brenda asks, "Should I bring my brother to date, or <laughs> are you? Because if you're going to, I don't, I don't even want to. Yeah, <laughs> but I will if you want. No. Uh, so yeah, she's like, I'm bringing Brandon, and Dylan makes an oh yeah face, oh, and the girls make like a slut face. <laughs> There's so much like subtle slut shaming yeah. on this show. Oh, it's terrible." Um, I don't know what goes on. She goes over and talks to Brandon, and she's into architecture and stuff like that. And he's like, cool. What's that? She wants to. (laughs) 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 Um, Then at the Peach Pit, Brandon shows up. To, and says hi to Willie. Like, I got to make it feel like yeah. he's always been there. Hello again, as always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Good Willie, to see you every day again. Uh, and Willie says to Brandon, hey, how you doing? On time for a change, huh? And he's like, oh, Willie. We have a rapport <laughs> because we've known each other yeah, yeah. for a while. And uh, so he goes over to Nat and he's like, couldn't do it, huh? Couldn't fire Willie. And uh, Nat's like, ah, it's a p- peach pit tradition. Our motto is who needs a profit? And uh, and he shows a Brandon a picture of uh, yeah, a functional business. Yep. Also, don't say fire Willie. It's weird. <laughs> so the Nat shows Brandon a picture of his dad with Steve McQueen, and he's like, "Yep, yeah, my dad fed him. Well, nothing lasts forever." <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we cut to the fancy mall presentation. We're going to see what's going on ah, with this brand new mall that everybody wants. Mall? There better be a coffee house. And there's a uh, there's a a model of it, you know, and they're all like, "Ooh, wow, neat model." And Brandon's like, "Oh, look, there's that ice rink. That was my idea." And they're like, "And other people's." <laughs> <laughs> there's an ice rink in the mall. Retarded idea. Um, Brandon discovers the new mall will be built where the peach pit is. Oh, oh no. No, they're going to tear down the pee pee. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Not the peeps. Yeah. Don't destroy the pee pee. And, de- and, and Brandon's, Brandon's starting Shaggy. to freak out. Brandon's like, his eyes are boiling, and he's like, Dad, what's going on? And, Brand- and Dad's like, we're talking about this at home. And he's like, bah! he's like, we'll talk about it at home. 
and Brandon is getting <laughs> severely worked up. You can see his pious boner growing. <laughs> like, I'm going to get a chance to legitimately freak the fuck out. <laughs> He's like, that non-profitable, like, bullshit crap place that nobody likes is where I work. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that place that doesn't turn a profit, don't destroy that. I know. No, they- man. Oh, <laughs> Brandon! I was like, "Oh dear, this is gonna. This is why I have so many notes." Yeah. Brandon is just gonna have a fucking meltdown, and at home he is having a fucking meltdown. Oh, Brandon's so. throwing a fit, and Dad's like, "Look, I didn't know that this was going on until a half an hour before the party," and he's like, "Well, the, the, you know, Nat's built that place up, his whole family." And he's like, "I didn't know, Brandon. How am I supposed to know?" He's like, "I work there," and he's like, "I don't know the address of your job." <laughs> uh, and also. Oh, oh, he he didn't he knew where the mall was going to be. Yeah, he just didn't know that that's where the PP was. Right. Yeah. How but even though he's been there a bunch that. of times, that's yeah. when he decided not to move away. Was at he, the PP. I was going to say he's karaoke like, obsessively there for a while. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and he's like, Let, "Don't you can't freak out and do anything though. You can't say anything to Nat because I, I and I do have some influence with these people. Let me talk to them, but don't say anything to him because my job, you know." Is is this, and it, they won't really take kindly yeah. to my son uh, giving confidential information to somebody they might be doing business with. Yeah. That's bad. So uh, you know, this isn't a, this isn't a discussion. And he's like, "But dad," and he's like, "Brandon," <laughs> and he's like, "Fine, good night." So Brandon comes up to talk to him, and uh, they I don't even know. They talk for a while, and Nat still won't fire Willie because uh, it was his family that built the place, and blah blah blah. Uh, so where are we? And Brandon's like, "I'm not going to go to the party." I can't even look Marcy in the face it. now. Yeah. I'm like, what do you, what do you, why? What did she do other than just be a Have person a who's father. doing thing? Yeah. 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 Anyway, but she's like, but well, I might go to that school and I might, you know, meeting people who go there might be a smart idea. And he's like, fine, I'll go to the party where everyone's wearing blue. And so we get to the party, they open the door, and who opens the door to greet all of them but Walton the Blue Man Goggins. Group. No. And oh I'm no like, way! Yeah. <laughs> Wally Goggs is Wally up Goggs. in here. Yeah, man, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> oh no! Yeah, he's totally being frat guy. It's wicked, and <laughs> I was so happy. And everyone's wearing blue and is shit he like awesome? that. Yeah, is he, he is. Fucking he's kind of awesome. He's barely in it, but boy, Wally I was like, Goggs. Oh, great. Yeah, Wally Goggs. He's the best. Uh, so everyone's wearing blue. Then Brandon shows up in red. And everyone's like, what? And he's like, yeah, whatever. I figured there'd be enough blue bloods here. Know what I'm saying? (laughs) What an asshole. Fucking what a prick. And so, but Marcy's forgiving of this and like, whatever. And he's like, so I guess you want to dance? She's like, I don't really dance. And he's like, I love you. (laughs) I don't dance either unless I do a bunch of drugs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Steve and Kelly are dancing and talking about shit. Dylan and Brenda talk about college, and he's like, I don't even know if I want to go to college. And she's like, what? And he's like, and if I do, I won't be here. That building we passed on the way over here was the McKay Student Center. And she's like, what, your dad? And he's like, yeah, he paid them to get a degree. And I'm like, well, you should still go to college, dude. Yeah. <laughs> or do you not want to go to college because you've already been there because you're 34? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, and then he's like, you guys are so lucky that your dad's a straight shooter. And then what's going on? Then we cut to Donna throwing popcorn into Walton Goggins' mouth, and the crowd is <laughs> loving it! Uh, <laughs> like, to be fair, party. wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if, I, if I went to a party and Meathead was chucking popcorn at Wally Goggs, I'd be like, I'm in the right place. Yeah, done right. <clears throat> I made it. Um. So then Marcy takes Brandon away from the party to see some architectural models, and then they make out. Oh. And they're kissing. And she stops kissing and looks him in the face and says, 
my dad's going to really like you. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. He loves Frenchin. Yeah, like, <laughs> my dad's going to really like the way you kiss. <laughs> he has me test out all the boys. <laughs> I noticed you did that little twirly thing with your tongue. Yeah. He loves that. Yeah. I think that's really going to surprise him. <laughs> Give him one hell of a bonus. <laughs> Dad, died. you gotta get in here. <laughs> get in on this. You gotta kiss this high school student. <laughs> Dad, you gotta come in. Is he doing boy. the tongue thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I mean, there's nothing else said. They're like, mwah, mwah. <laughs> kissing away. And she's like, my dad's gonna love you. <laughs> it's like, mm, God, mm, just kissing, just kissing you, kissing you. God, I'm really thinking about my dad a lot right now. <laughs> he got me so hot. I'm thinking about my dad. Uh, do you ever? Do you ever get hot over a family member, Brendan? Do you ever? No. Uh, <laughs> my dad. Yeah. Oh, my dad. <laughs> my dad gross. My sister's so sexy, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then he's like, are you offering me a job? And uh, she's like, well, no, but, you know, like, uh, there could be a future. I could talk to my dad or something like that. It's and then he's like, I feel like job. you get yeah. whatever you want whenever you want, don't you? And she's like, well, I'm, I, maybe I'm being too forward. And uh, he's like, yeah, sorry, whatever. Anyway, let's go celebrate. So he takes her to the peach pit and he makes some burgers. And that tells her that Marilyn Monroe was the one who thought about thought up putting Swiss on that burger. Oh, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brandon was like, I think I know a thing or two about Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. I, I stalked yeah. her once. Uh, I've canoed her a yeah. couple of times. <laughs> this hamburger was made from the saddest cow I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I canoed the cow too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and Nat tells her about all the famous people that used to eat there. And then Brandon's like, hey, well, it's too bad those places are being torn down. She's like, what? She's like, yeah, this is where the mall's going to go. And she's like, so you just brought me here to make me feel bad? And he's like, well, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, did I like, not mention I'm a psycho? You know, so maybe, I don't know. I thought maybe you'd talk to your dad. And like, and she's like, and what? You think that they're going to stop two years of Do research my and development? Yeah. They're going to call the bank and tell them that the deal is off that's been in the work for a few years because they have good cheeseburgers here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bang on. Yeah, totally. And he, and she's like, I'm sorry, Brandon, but that's not how the real world works. And Boom. he's like, well, why don't you tell me how the real world works? And she's like, I think I just did. <laughs> See, uh, good night, Brandon. Here's how Wait, the real so world like, works. Damn. You kiss my dad. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, That's Brandon. That's the real world. That's how the real world uh -uh. works. God, um, I can't believe, I can't believe that that high school guy I wanted to fuck <laughs> is so immature. Uh, dad, forget it. You're not going to like kissing him anymore. <laughs> uh, so the next day, Brandon shows up to work, and Nat is all sad wearing a suit. And he tells Brandon about the mall and that there's a meeting tonight about it. And Brandon's like, oh, Nat, I knew the whole time, but I couldn't tell you because of my dad. And Brandon's and Nat's like, oh, I get it, kid. Don't worry about it. Jeez, talk about a dink. <laughs> oh, God. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Nat, you are actually making this easier. Yeah. <laughs> what a rude welcome uh, to the real wor world, eh? Well, let's kiss, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kiss me like I'm your girlfriend's dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
so Brandon's like, I want you to fight it. And Nat's like, I don't think I can win. I'm not gonna. And then at the meeting, Brandon shows up in that red blazer again, looking all cocky. And I'm like, he loves it. Uh, and his dad's there, and he's like, Brandon, don't do fucking something crazy, Jesus. And he's like, No, I'm just gonna, I just want to go meet uh, Mr. So and So, Mr. Molly Mall yeah, over there. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna French kiss him a little bit. I just want to talk to him. <laughs> um, Does and, this uh, change your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> and so, yes, it does. Uh, Brandon goes up and meets Marcy's dad, and I'm like, well, I can, maybe he'll say something. He doesn't. He's just all weird and, like, smug. And then, so the meeting is actually going on, and Marcy's dad is telling all the good things about uh, the mall that's going to come, and all the kids are excited. And then in the middle of it, Brandon stands up and starts talking. He's like, well, not all the kids, turns out, Ooh. are... Uh, you know, liking it. <laughs> Brandon, sit down. Yeah, totally. And even the judge is like, this isn't when we do this part. And he's like, yeah, well, listen, I just thought I had to say my piece. Uh, yeah, well, I'm Brandon. The rules don't apply to me. I will freak out and murder every fucking one of you. But first, I'm going to kiss you. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to make out? I'm going to French and murder all of I'm you. I'm really good at it. Um. So then, then, uh, then we go outside of the meeting, and Dad freaks out on him. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing? You know, get off of your soapbox, Brandon." Yeah, like, wicked. Get into him. And he's like, "You don't know anything about business." And look, I really respect your passion, and I respect your friendship with Nat. But you have to choose your battles. And he's like, "I did." And then Dad's like, "Yeah, I guess you did." And walks away. And I'm like, shit, Damn. everyone's real talking, walking away yeah. from Brandon today. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of people who... Just like, it sounds so like there's a lot shit. of mic drops on yeah. this, uh, this <laughs> Everyone's just like a Brandon's crap. And then we're at school, and Brandon's walking around looking dejected. And he walks into a room, and it turns out the whole gang feels like he did too. He's like, yeah, we didn't know they were going to shut down the peach pit. And they've all made picket signs and stuff like that. They're going to do some stuff. And... Uh, Brenda wants to talk, and she's upset that he involved their friends because it has to do with their dad, and it's all kind of fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, it is totally fucked up. And uh, <clears throat> well, then what happened? Then uh, oh, and then uh, Brenda tells Brandon that dad got chewed out after the meeting, got in some trouble. But he told mom that Brandon reminded him of grandpa. So Brandon's like, well, that's nice. So Brandon goes to see Marcy, who's wearing yet another pantsuit. She's been wearing nothing but pantsuits this whole time. Okay. Hot. Yes. This one's all like uh, peach colored. Oh. Mm-hmm. For the peach pit? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. The peach, peach pit on the pendulum. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, I want to see your dad. And she's like, no. <laughs> he's not going to do anything. No way. You're a high school kid. He, didn't he says like to her, you're so kids, hung like- up on being daddy's little girl that you can't be your own woman. Whoa! I'm like, nah, you don't get the mic drop. That she just yeah, ugh. no, because you don't no. have a point at no, all. No, yeah. she just leaves in the car, and uh, then back at the peach pit, uh, Nat has sent everybody home. They made him an offer he couldn't refuse. He's taking the offer from the company. Brandon's pissed, and he's like, "Why would you do that? Why? We were gonna fight." And he's like, nah, I don't know. I just couldn't do it. Brandon, I got to take the money and do something or I'm fucked. Yeah. Why doesn't he do that? Why doesn't he? He's got the perfect uh, chance to (laughs) offload his shitty failing business and make some fucking money. How about take that money and then like invest it in a better place that doesn't have an existing issue. Property is super valuable. That's why Lex Luthor wants it so bad. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> Your knowledge of fucking business and real estate astounds me. Yeah, yeah always intersected. With yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Nat says something I totally enjoyed because Brandon's like, well, what are you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe I'll buy a boat. I'll just buy a boat and I'll sail around and stuff like that. And yeah, then, do that. Retire, Joey Tosh. Yeah, totally. But then he says to Brandon, he's like, and then maybe uh, when you get into high school, you can be my, my first mate. And I was like, sorry, did you just ask him to come live with you on a boat when you yeah. were in high school? <laughs> just live on a boat for a while. Just you and me, buddy. Come on. Hey, Brandon, you could be my first mate. Oh, I don't know much about boats. That's not what I meant. <laughs> uh, but Brandon's pissed. He's like, you let me down, Nat. I thought we were fighting for something important. And then at home, Dad and Brandon talk. And uh, they're talking about Nat made a deal. What's the problem? And he's like, Dad, you're all about the bottom line. You're all the same. And he's like, right, we're all the same. We all have jobs and responsibilities and families to be. Yeah. yeah. And this is going to create a huge uh, a huge amount of jobs for the community. Yeah. There's going to be hundreds and hundreds of jobs because of this. And Nat gets paid a lot leave. of money. More yeah. money yeah. than he would ever yeah. make at the beach <clears throat> This episode should be called Brandon's Wrong for an Hour. <laughs> <It's> totally, <laughs> that's what, over and over, people just lay into him with fucking truth talking. And, uh... And he's like, uh, you know, that's a lot of jobs. That's a lot of, you know, he just made a sandwich. He's like, that's a lot of sandwiches, Brandon. And he's like, gee, thanks, Dad. I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And he leaves, and Mom feels bad for Brandon. And then he's like, oh, because he lost a hero today. And then Dad's like, yeah, I know. I let him down. And she's like, I meant Nat. <laughs> I'm going to oh, go play, play my cast. Castle. Oh, you fucking <laughs> weirdos. <laughs> Nobody yeah. respects you. Yeah, then we're at the peach pit, and Dad's looking at the old photos on the wall. Nat gives him a free pie. And Nat asks Jim to look at the paperwork for the uh, the deal. And he looks at it, and then he's like, dun, dun. and he goes and makes a phone call, and he no, calls no, work, and he's like, you lowballed him. Yeah. You know, come on. I told you this guy was like, you know, a friend of the family and stuff like that. And they're, and they're like, well, listen, Jim, that's, you know, did, did you get any of your messages? Because you're going to have to come in. We need to talk. Because you're fired. Oh, sweet. So then, your dumb uh, son got you fired by not kissing right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jim, you're going to have to come in here and uh, kiss me really quick, and it better yeah. be good. Uh, so what What the conversation, then Brandon comes home, finds out that the conversation that Dad had to go and have was that the deal fell through. Oh. So magic deal never happened, so okay. the peach pit will stay. So Is he it goes explained and why it fell through? It just, it fell through. It just fell through. Okay. Uh, and Dad's bummed. He won't lose his job. And he's like, those big guys, they don't care about the bean counters. They just want to feel like big men and spend all the money. They don't take any of the warnings. I told them this could happen. I'm like, yeah, no one said anything that it might not happen. Yeah. It's like a pretty done deal. Yeah. You made an offer on the fucking... Anyway. Um... <laughs> Lex Luthor would not approve of any of this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> our, our deal fell through. No, really, I dropped it and it fell through the cracks, and that was the only copy, <laughs> the only we had. copy I had. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I was going to go get it, but then I was like, eh. Yeah. So then Brand they make up. Dad and Brandon. And he's like, Grandpa would have been proud of you. Yeah. And uh, Brandon goes down to the peach pit to tell Nat, because Nat doesn't know yet. And then Brandon just like fucks with him for like too long, though. Where he gets in, he's like, gee, yeah, I guess you could sell all this stuff, you know. You could have an auction. You could, hey, can I keep one of these menus? It's going to be a relic. Hey, how about we, you know, like, like he does like like four things. And it's just like, why? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah Brandon, the bit's over. Yeah, you're bit's just done, poking an open wound. He doesn't know yet. He's sad. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Uh, and then he's like, no, Nat, no, the deal didn't go through. You didn't lose your place. Everything's fine. 
And he's like, oh, great. Like, hey, maybe I'll keep one of these yeah. venues. And then, Boy, you really suck at business, Ned. <laughs> you really fucked up your yeah. hamburger Dude, joint. Willie's going to die now. Yeah. Yo, Willie's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just passed him on the way out. Shot himself in the face, Ned. <laughs> you ruined a family. <laughs> just kidding. Congratulations, pal. Yeah. How about one of them Swiss burgers? <laughs> anyway, uh, you're stuck with your failing business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. So then he's like, and I got a surprise. The gang's all here. And everyone comes inside and like, make us burgers. Yeah. <laughs> we want mustard on it, though. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh this we, is didn't, we didn't order Jesus. any mustard because yeah. we didn't have enough money because nobody it, eats here. And that's like, Willie, fire up the grill. And he's like, booger. <laughs> I'll never be seen again. Okay. Yeah. See All right. Never. And I'll fire up the grill every day for you <laughs> on every episode of 90210. Mm-hmm. You still don't get a raise, though, Willie. <laughs> Willie. No raise. Your family's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but first, take that grease trap out of here. Yeah. Uh, dump it out in the back. Yep. Everyone has a great time, and Nat goes over to the window, and he turns the closed sign to open. Yeah. Yep. That. There you go. That sounds like a fail on every level. Now I understand the importance of like a mom and pop shop, but like independent, Uh you know, businesses. I like the small video stores, Mm -hmm. small coffee shops. Love it, and I and I love it more than chains. But fucking, if the business doesn't work, like they make multiple uh, (laughs) instances of this episode that. It's we're not, not working. They literally say we're not making a profit. Yeah. 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 And but the, I like the to eat their before, shitty burgers. The episode before, they got the karaoke machine because they, they didn't have any business because their whole business was a bunch of fucking deadbeat teenagers yeah. who don't yeah. really buy anything. Like, yeah. Brandon's like, hey, good news. You get to keep your failing business and also keep paying me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not making money, but I'm real glad I still have my part-time job that you will pay me money for uh, yeah, that, yeah. from the profits that aren't existing. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to keep sucking off the teat. Yeah, of this failing business. I'm going to keep sucking off the tatas. <laughs> Joey tata. The Joey yeah. tatas. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. <clears throat> That's a fail on the on the pass, pass, fail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fail, pass. Pass, not pass. Pass, not, not pass. pass meter. Hey, fellas, do you think any one of these episodes is ever going to pass? <laughs> I feel like I don't we know. Th- I didn't Dan's say. got Dan's got the web episode I've been waiting for all year. What is it? Meeting Mr. Pony. Oh yeah. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? The way who they fuck and everything what? up. Who and or what is Mr. Pony? This- I bet they never even meet Mr. Oh, Pony. This was like a Godot thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> waiting for Mr. Pony. Yeah. yeah. Doe. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the like like biggest upset though, because what if it's like the most boring episode ever? Well, as most of them are. <laughs> yeah. Listen, because I don't know. Totally that, with my emotions. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got Mr. Pony. It's okay. got everything. Yeah. Got Mr. Right. Pony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. It's got Pony. It's got Mr. Pony. Mr. Pony. <laughs> oh, God. What if the pony shoots itself in the head while it's wearing it? For. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dougie rides a pony yeah. in heaven. It's a flashback episode. Yeah. All I ever wanted to do before I died was and then I did, so I died. Hey guys, I sure hope I don't shoot myself accidentally with a gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's a flashback scene to that it's a flashback to that scene where he killed himself and he's like, you know what? I rode my pony today. It's been a good life. I hope I don't accidentally drop this gun. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, Dougie. Dougie pants. Yeah. Well, next week, 
Mr. Pony, I get to watch it, and yep. I will yep. uh, run us through it. Next week, Mr. Pony rides again. Yeah, mm-hmm. but until then, uh, the episode is over, so you can find us online at Modern Superior, where you can find us among many other podcasts, including Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death, yeah. uh, brand new show. Yep. Just launched. Episode one with Colin Geddes is up. Uh, our good friend Matthew Price is getting friends to show him horror movies and attempt to scare him to death because he's a scaredy cat. Yeah. Um, Greg is on one of the shows. It's true. Yeah, coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes open at com. Check that out. Check out all the other shows. The do-over have, has a new one up. Uh, Super Zero's going. Yep. Do uh, Jamie Do. Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man 2 episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Interesting. We got, uh, yeah, Do-Over, Drink Along, Two Turntables and a Bottle of Wine. Still got some old ones there. Uh, check them all out. Yeah. And you can follow us online at facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C or go to twitter.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C yeah. and hit us up. And don't forget, rate and review us on iTunes. Rate and view all of the Modern Superior shows on iTunes and email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Yeah, do Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. As always, uh, goodbye, Internet. We will see you next Wednesday. Fuck Dougie. Fuck Dougie. <laughs> no, no, no. Proper respect to Dougie. Straight cash, Dougie. Straight Dougie. cash, Dougie. <laughs> 2000. presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.